Hi, this is Tom Kane, the voice of Jittermaster Yoda, and uh, some Admiral Akba, the forest moon of Endor. It's a trap! And occasionally, um... Hello, I'm C-3PO, human cyborg relations. And a bunch of other crazy things, but... Anyway, congrats on your 250th podcast. Uh, obviously, you guys have been working hard, and it seems to be paying off. So, uh, from me to you, the Force will be with you, always. Foreseen it, I have. Yeah. This podcast is sponsored in part by Benjamin Hart. That's me! And yours truly, Zach Arnold. And by participation from listeners like you. So let's tune in to another episode of... IPC. 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 The Intergalactic Peace Coalition Podcast... All the galaxies, all for you. It is an historic evening here with All the Galaxies, All for You. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the 250th episode of the Intergalactic Peace Coalition podcast. Just saying that sends chills up and down my spine. Having been here for over 90% of those, it just is such a really, really amazing feeling. And we could not have gotten as far as we have without all the awesome people that help make this show happen on a weekly basis. Uh, For those of you that are new to the program, my name is Zach. Thank you for choosing to spend the next little while with us as we celebrate this legacy that is the Intergalactic Peace Coalition. I know it's a rather long-winded name, But there's a reason behind it, and we're going to share that reason. We're going to share some memories. We're going to have some fun surprises for you. We have sponsored elements tonight for the first time in forever. We've got games that are resurfacing and making a comeback from, you know, years and years ago. And so much more happening live tonight on Channel 1138 and on Facebook, thanks to the power of XSplit Live Broadcasting. If you're listening on uh, Apple Podcasts or Google Play, hopefully this encourages you to tune in live on a Friday night sometimes, because uh, unless you're listening live, you're not going to be able to participate in some of the games and stuff that we've got going on, and it's going to be a lot of fun. If it goes well, we're probably going to play more games on other weeks throughout the rest of our uh, broadcasting tenure. This is kind of a testing the waters, if you will. But I'm not going to be testing those waters alone. Here to celebrate with me is the guy who helped start that podcast. He's been here since day one. He hardly ever takes any sick days. He hardly ever takes any vacation days. Been with me through thick and thin for over 240-something-odd episodes. It's Mr. Ben Hart. Wow. Wow. Wow, guys. But first of all, thank you for that amazing introduction. And uh, thank you guys for listening all this time. And I mean all this time if you've been here since episode one, which, holy crap, you're dedicated. Or if you've literally just joined us, welcome aboard. And we can hope that we can be as successful in the next 250 episodes as we have in the first 250 because it's been a ride, guys. It has been amazing. And I can't wait to get into this episode because we're going to have a lot of fun, but also looking ahead to the future and also looking ahead 
to the past, actually. Not looking ahead at all. Looking, looking back yeah. to where we came from. And uh, we're going to do that in a very interesting way. In a few interesting ways. I think you guys will hopefully enjoy. <laughs> I feel like they will. I mean, who doesn't like free stuff? You know? <laughs> We're, we're doing some giveaways tonight. We are literally yeah. giving things away. And if you're part of the Peacekeeper Core group on Facebook, you saw a preview of some of the stuff that we're going to be giving away. We've got some other surprises as well on the docket. And here to help us enjoy the fun and uh, help us give away some of those prizes, uh, he's been a guest on the program for a long time, and we just recently brought him on as a series regular uh, for the foreseeable future. He's helped us design the logo of the Intergalactic Peace Coalition. He's helped us with some really awesome live and pre-recorded episodes over the years. And he's back for more fun to help us celebrate the 250th. Please welcome Mr. Jake Damon. Hello. It feels like such an honor to be here on the 250th episode of this fine program. I've, I've only been on this show you know, maybe 15 or 20 times. So it doesn't feel right in a way, but at the same time, it's an honor and congratulations to you guys for starting this podcast and seeing it through and being good examples of what it looks like to start something, see it to fruition, watch it grow, watch it thrive and, you know, just have a good time for so many years. It's been four or five years now. It's insane. So congrats on the milestone. And I can't wait to, uh, you know, be around for what happens next. And Jake, you have the unique perspective of being someone who's listened for years. And, you know, now you're a host. But, you know, it's it's nice to uh, I think it's gonna be nice to have your perspective on this because, you know, you've been with us for so long. But, you know, you haven't always we haven't always heard your voice, but you've always been there. Yeah, I've, I've had my foot in both camps. You know, I've been the observer and I've been the, uh, you know, part of the creation process. So that's always fun. Exactly. Well, I mean, I just want to touch for just a second, like I like I mentioned during your introduction. I mean, you've been a pretty integral part of what's gone on here at IPC pretty much since the get go. Like you were uh, a contributor on Channel 1138 when it kind of got underway, and your graphic design expertise has been utilized multiple times by different programs, including ours. You know, for a long time, we just had these teal letters that said IPC podcast on it. <laughs> and you helped us take that and kind of transform it into something that was our own with a with a, a planet shape with a ring that was coming across it that said Intergalactic Peace Coalition on it. Like that stuff is on swag now. We've got that on shirts. We've got that on coffee mugs. We've got that on stickers that were given away at Star Wars Celebration. Like, yeah, it it's crazy. That logo has really spread now, man. Well, I when the logo was made, I did the I did the sketch for it, and then I forget who did the vectorizing. Was it Parker? It was Parker. He and mm-hmm. he's he's one of our patrons. So yeah. I mean, you know, we we invested in in you guys, and then you have chosen to invest back in us as well over long periods of time, and that's just so humbling, but also such a great community feel to know that the people who want to be a part of the program are doing so not just with their voices, but also with their talents and their expertise. And that's just such a cool feeling. Yeah, absolutely. It's been great. I mean, I, I, it, it's still so surreal to me. Like, I, I know that we're supposed to be doing, like, a show show 
talking about 250 episodes. <laughs> but honestly, it's kind of hard to decide where really to begin because we've done so much in 250 episodes. You know, we've covered so many different franchises. I can't even count how many franchises we've talked about because we've done everything from Pixar to Planet of the Apes. You know, like <laughs> we have no boundaries. We have no scope. Everything is fair game. And I think that's one of the beautiful things about this podcast is if there's something that we've seen in the theaters, it's like, hey, this deserves our attention, either good or bad. This deserves to be talked about. The IPC is a place where you can get on and discuss that in a platform where you can say, you know, I really like this or maybe I didn't really like this. But regardless, it's a platform. And that platform has given us the ability to be able to to share about the things that we love and the things that we don't love as much with so, so many people, some of whom are with us live tonight, some who are going to be listening on uh, on you know Apple Podcasts and Google Play and stuff later on, but to know that it's reached such a community and given other people a voice as well, that's another really, really cool feeling. Yeah, you you guys listening is amazing, whether it's live or whether in the future. Um, but also, you know, your comments, your likes, your your shares, your tweets. And, you know, especially when we have the top five episodes like that, Dude, it all means so much. That to was us. so evidenced in our last top five, honestly, because I, I, we got super tired, like hella tired after this <laughs> PBS episode. We were on the verge of tears like poor Jake was like, I need to go to bed because oh, he was man. on the he was on the East Coast and was still like legging it out with us. And so. You know, you guys sending that stuff in is isn't just like a cop out for us. Like, oh, we're we're getting you to give us material, and then we're not going to come up with anything creative of our own. No, no, no. It's an opportunity for your voice to be heard just as much as ours is, and that's one thing that a lot of other programs don't do. And I've heard that from a lot of our listeners before: is to give someone else that platform to step away from the microphone, just to, to step away off of our soapbox or whatever. And to give that platform to somebody else is one of the beautiful things about IPC. By giving you guys that voice on those top five episodes, you know, you have the opportunity to express yourself on a podcast and then hear other people talk about your thoughts and ideas. So, you know, that is that's one of my favorite things about this show, honestly, is it's not always about the hosts. It's about the people that are sending in stuff and asking us to talk about this stuff. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. It's it's just creating this community and, and having dialogue both ways. It's not just right. us talking to you guys. You guys get to talk to us. And we and, hear you. you know, that, I think that's the best experience, I think, for everyone. Yeah. yeah. And and we hear it, too. Like, we, we read it, we hear it, we talk about it off the show. Like, we seriously consider every request that was given to us. And sometimes the requests might be a little bit difficult to achieve, but that doesn't mean that we don't at least discuss it. Like, every request that you guys send in to us is something that we take under consideration because if it's something you want to hear us talk about, it's something that we want to talk about. It's just a matter of how. For example, our friend Canny, who's listening in the chat, he just asked us a minute ago, is there any chance you guys would cover the DC Animated Universe uh, animated TV shows and films on IPC in the future. 
Uh, Kenny, I'll be honest. I have seen the uh, the '90s Kevin Conroy Batman uh, animated series, and I've seen a few episodes of the Justice League series that was kind of the spinoff of it. And I've seen maybe like one or two feature length films from the DC universe, but that's about it. My knowledge is somewhat limited, but that does not mean that my interest is reduced. It just means I'd have a lot of research to conduct before I could go into something like that. Right, right. Yeah, I think, you know, it just it has to, you know, I love stepping out my outside my comfort zone with this stuff. And I've seen a lot of things that I never would have watched if it weren't for this show over the course of the last 250 episodes. Um, so I always love that. But also, you know, we, we talk about things we already love, too. So, you know, kind of a it's, it's good to strike a balance between that and, you know, catch some stuff that we ne- won't necessarily, you know, notice on our own. But uh, you guys love it and maybe we'll love it, too. Yep. OK, so let's get into some order of business on some of the stuff that we're going to hopefully yep. do on this 250th episode. As we mentioned in the Peacekeeper Core group on Facebook, and as we mentioned um, in the promo image that we've got floating around the interwebs right now, we're going to be doing some giveaways. It's the first time in this show's history that we've really tried to give anything away to our listeners. Hopefully, uh, it just inspires you to continue listening, because maybe, maybe, just maybe, you'll be able to win something. And we'll tell you more about that in a second. We're going to have a sponsored barbecue element. We have done barbecue watch pretty much since day one. And uh, for the first time ever, barbecue watch is going to be a sponsored element tonight. And it's going to be really special. So we're not saving that for last. We're doing that smack dab in the middle of everything tonight. Uh, We're also going to be bringing back an old game that we used to play here on the IPC podcast. It kind of fizzled out because it was really complicated and it was harder to set up for the show instead of just hopping on and talking about a movie or whatever. We had to like really, really think about this. Uh, But we had some time to think about it. We had some time to prepare. And so we're bringing back the game of one, two, three for one night only. And that's going to be a part of tonight. Uh We're going to be discussing our IPC memories and then better still, we're going to be discussing your IPC memories. Some of the things that you have enjoyed listening to over your time as an IPC podcast listener. So if you want to send us some memories in the chat on uh, channel1138.com or on Facebook, we'll be watching both of those closely tonight. If you've got memories you want to share, then be sure to do that. We're also going to be doing a special quote of the night that you know we do quote of the night every night but this one is going to be a really really special one you don't want to miss out on that we're going to be doing a special thank you to our patrons and we're going to have a special guest to help us close out the end of the program so we've got a lot a lot of really awesome things on the docket tonight all of them related to this podcast all of them going to be super fun absolutely well let's get into it yeah. then yep by all means I'm ready. Uh, so uh, one of the things that um, that we're doing, like I mentioned, is the giveaways. And you can send your answers on channel1138.com or you can send them on facebook.com forward slash IPC podcast. I'm monitoring the Facebook chat and the channel 1138 chat, although I'm probably monitoring Facebook more than I'm monitoring 1138, if I'm being honest. But <laughs> what we're going to be doing is we're going to have basically podcast trivia questions for you guys 
trivia yeah. that have to do with uh, previous episodes of IPC. Things that have to do with the hosts, more specifically. There's going to be a Zach question. There's going to be a Ben question. And there's going to be a Jake question. You guys are not allowed to answer the questions that are about you. That's not fair. Uh, and besides, I don't think you Dang. guys want this stuff anyways. I mean, it's it's not anything big. Our prizes are as follows. We have one... $15 redemption code to the App Store and iTunes. That's enough for an album. That's enough for a movie. That's enough for a couple of books. However you want to spend it, it's yours to use. We also have a redemption code to Google Play for the same amount, $15. So whether you have Apple or whether you have Android, we are reaching everyone tonight. And then... Whoever can answer the question about me, mine's going to be a little bit more difficult question than the other two are. So whoever can answer the trivia question about Zach, I will be personally purchasing and shipping to you an IPC t-shirt. Wow. From our swag nice. store, you can choose the design, the color, which of the logos you want. We've got three to choose from, including a barbecue watch one. You get to choose all of that, and then you get to send me your shipping address, and I will send it to you personally. So I, I feel like, I don't know, maybe we need to start with an easy one to kind of let people work their way in, and then we'll get harder yeah. and harder. What do you guys think? Sounds good. Yeah, that, that makes okay, sense. Okay, so here's the deal. Like I said, we've got one for Apple, one for Google Play. Whoever answers correctly first gets to choose which platform they prefer to use. So if you have an iPad and you would rather have the iTunes card, we can arrange that. But the first trivia question, the first IPC giveaway question is this. What language is written on the tattoo on Jake Damon's arm? What language is written on the tattoo on Jake Damon's arm. If you feel like you know the answer, it's not paper, snow, a ghost, Joey. I see you with that Friends reference on Facebook. <laughs> I love that episode of Friends, by the way. I absolutely love that episode. It's absolutely hilarious. The answer is not paper, it's not snow, it's not a ghost. What if I don't is, know the answer? <laughs> if you don't know the answer, I really question why you got the tattoo in the first place, dude. <laughs> I really, really question why you got it in the first place. I told the guy, just put whatever you want on my arm, and then I'll figure it out later. You know, I think I know some people in, or know of some people, I don't know them personally, but I know of some people who have done something similar uh, in countries like Japan and China. <laughs> where they just get random English words written on their arm. Oh, my. And so, like, there's yeah. people walking around with their inner forearms. Um, they they uh, they just have the word water written on the inside of their forearm or something like that. That's <laughs> because, playing with fire, man. Because, right? It's just weird. I don't get it. That's why I'm never getting, like, 
anything from a from a foreign language like a language that I don't know or don't understand like I want whatever I get to have meaning and so uh, I know that you definitely have a special meaning to yours and so the question I'm going to repeat it one last time before we move on for the evening we will come back to the winner in uh, in just a second we have a couple of guesses already but uh, what language is written on the tattoo on Jake Damon's arm that is the first IPC trivia question. Now, I should mention, I, I forgot to mention this before I asked the question. Um, if you select one of these prizes, you're not eligible for any ensuing prizes. We want there to be three prizes for three different people, so you can't make a clean right. sweep of this. Even if you know all the answers, you're welcome to play along. But we don't want it to be like a clean sweep where, you know, one person gets all three prizes. So if you if you want to continue, you're more than welcome to keep playing. Uh, or you can try and hold out for the chance at a, uh, at a free IPC shirt from yours truly. That is totally up to you. But those are the rules. You cannot make a clean sweep. You can only redeem one prize tonight. Um, gentlemen... We have done some really, really fun stuff over the years. If you could, let, let, let's say somebody had never heard of the IPC podcast before. If you were going to describe this podcast to somebody who had never heard of it before, didn't even know that you did this show. This is the thing that ticks me off. I've got family members that still don't know that I do this on a regular basis. <laughs> But if you were hey, if you were going right if you were going to describe this podcast to family to new acquaintances whatever and you had like 60 seconds to grab their attention what kind of things would you use to tell them about this podcast Jake I'm going to throw it to you first 60 seconds to describe IPC how would you do it I would say it's a podcast that goes over some of the weekly news in like uh, geek, the geek realm. You know, you've got movie stuff, you've got show stuff. Um, and if you like barbecue, you got that too. So you got your nerd stuff, your barbecue stuff, and great conversation every single week. For me, I think I'll say that IPC is the most unpredictable podcast <laughs> it can literally go anywhere we talk about sci-fi we talk about you know geeky stuff we talked about the news we talk about what we love we also talk about barbecue and we talk about food and we talk about literally anything that we want including what the listeners want i think that's the biggest thing with this show is that it can literally go anywhere and so, and we got a little bit of something for everyone. I didn't even think about the top five lists and all that stuff, too. Yeah, it could be anything. It, yeah. it really can. And, and I think that's the cool thing about it. That's one of the things that I really like about this show is it can go any direction on any given day. It can go really, really smoothly some nights where you're just like, wow, that was a great episode. And then there's other times like last week where you're just like, I'm dead. I, I, I died at the commercial break, and now I'm dead. <laughs> and you're just like, what did I get myself into? How did I allow myself to go for over three hours? 
Yeah, that other week, I'm pretty sure my ghost continued after the break. Just about. Just about. Um, If if I were going to describe this this show to people, I would tell them it is... It's a pop culture and sci-fi podcast that covers as many bases as possible to appeal to as many people as possible uh, with room for tangents, but also room for dialogue and discussion to bring uh, a more peaceful way to review movies and engage with people online that can include things like top fives or can... Uh, Also be times where we just give really in-depth reviews about something that means absolutely nothing to anybody but the people on the show. And uh, regardless of how it goes, we always respect each other at the end of the show and respect our listeners for uh, putting up with us for three hours. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) That's pretty good. It's it's a a great way to describe it, no? Um, Joey... Is uh, is listening live on Facebook, and he goes dot dot dot. And then there are times when Joey is a guest. <laughs> oh, and those are the best times. Those are some of the best times because he always has some of the best ideas. And I think he might have peaked at this idea that he presented to us last week. Wouldn't you guys agree? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like. Oh my gosh, this idea that he pitched to us, it, it just blew my mind. And the fact that we're able to actually carry it out tonight is another thing that, that blows my mind. Um, our friends Stephen and Kenny have been commenting on Channel 1138 saying, uh, a podcast that goes over three hours from time to time. You're not wrong, Stephen. And uh, Kenny says, a podcast that covers different pop culture topics in a peaceful manner. Thank you, Kenny. I really appreciate that. Uh, Chris, a.k.a. Star Raptor, is commenting over on Facebook saying, What got me hooked is the audience interaction, the community that you guys have built. It feels very personalized, which is something I haven't seen from other podcasts. Like, I'm, I'm welling up just a little bit. Like, awesome. these, are, th- these are all goals that we had going into it when we started the show, and the fact that it's being recognized 250 episodes later is truly heartwarming. Um, but going back, oh, yeah. going back to uh, Joey's idea, because this, I believe, is still one of the best ideas that has ever been made in IPC history. I really, truly believe that. Um, he you. wrote to us the other day. I, I want to say it was like Sunday or something like that. Like it was not long after we had finished up uh, episode 249. And he basically said, hey, I would like to sponsor one of your elements, a very particular element, and gave us a very thought-filled idea on how he was going to do it and uh, and and what was going to what was going to ensue. And it really just kind of blew my mind because I was like, I I have not had an idea like that in quite some time. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it combines things that have to do with uh with with pop culture and the way people do live shows or do um do shows like you would see on a YouTube channel or something like that it was it was just really inspired he said i will send you both and jake one of the bbq subscription kits that i sent you the link to to review for barbecue watch and the segment will be sponsored by my family business 
And he said, I know that it's just a sandwich shop and it has little to do with barbecue, but close enough, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. really. I mean, I would definitely say so. And so, with that, folks, I am very, very, very happy and proud to announce that for the first time in IPC history, this next segment, which we usually save for the end, but we are going to do right now, is sponsored by our friends at May's Sandwich Shop. And before we get any further, I think it's only fitting that you hear a little bit more about what May's Sandwich Shop is. Okay, folks, we're going to shut up for about 30 seconds here and let you hear from our friend Joey himself as we present May's Sandwich Shop. Hey, IPC listeners, this is Joey Mays, intergalactic patron and promoter of my family business, Mays Sandwich Shop. We are proud to be supporting IPC and the endeavors of young, talented individuals like Zach, Ben, and Jake. Should you ever find yourself in the area of Reading, Pennsylvania, be sure to stop by Mays Sandwich Shop. Started by my grandfather in 1947, currently owned by my father and operated by my sister and me, May's Sandwich Shop has been serving delicious food to the greater Westlawn area for over 70 years. If you ever do visit, be sure to tell them IPC sent you. Oh my gosh. Family owned and operated since the 1940s. 40s? I, my goodness. I, I don't that know is... about you guys, but I need to make a trip out to Reading, Pennsylvania. Hey, that'll be Same. probably easier for me than you guys because I'm only an hour away, I just found out. You just got to rub that in, don't you, man? <laughs> I, I'm i going to make Joey a surprise visit, and I'll, I'll buy like 10 sandwiches. Actually, I can't promise that because I'm a poor man. I'll buy one <laughs> if I can afford it. Maybe some chips with it and a drink. Chips and a drink, sir. <laughs> chips and a it's drink. about all I can afford, but I'll show my support any way I can. Well, and uh, May Sandwich Shop has definitely showed their support for this very special segment. Ladies and gentlemen... For the 250th time, get out your hashtags. Put them in the chat on channel1138.com. Put them live on facebook.com slash podcast. Put them on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, anything else that might carry a hashtag. Because it's time for a very, very special sponsored edition of hashtag BBQ Watch. Barbecue. 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 Well, you guys are the ye to my haw, because this is going to be a really, really awesome, awesome segment. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I'm excited about I this. I really am, too. I was able to, like, withstand temptation for a solid 48 hours, and now I don't have to hold anything back. I d- <laughs> yeah, yeah, That that's the thing. These boxes came in record time. They so yep. did. The- I got mine today. You guys got yours, like, yesterday or the day before. And we were wondering if it was going to make it. We were going to have to 
think of something else to do for this segment, but it came, and then they're here, and I got it right over here, but I grabbed oh, it. You're like, I've ah. got my knife ready. You're like, you're like, yeah, me too. Me you're too. like Sid the Kid. It came! It finally yeah. came! <laughs> listen to this, listen to this. There we go. Yep. Oh, my turn. Was that the knife? That was the knife. See, I've actually yeah, had, I've knife. actually had my knife opened. <laughs> I've been like, oh really? I've been like waiting for this. I'm You're like planning ahead. I'm like Phil Collins. I've been waiting for this moment for all my life. <laughs> this Beautiful is song. this is a podcast unboxing. Yep. It is. It's, is this this is not quality. Visually, it's, it's, this will do nothing very, for you. It's a very unique situation. But uh, truth be told, I'm actually doing a video on my phone just because I can. Um, oh, no, I'm, good idea. I'm just, I'm just having a little bit of fun with it because I'm really excited about this element, and I may post this to the Facebook page later for people to observe. Uh, who knows? I, I probably could have tried to go like on Facebook Live on my personal page or something, but I don't think I can go live twice on the IPC page. So that's the only thing that's holding me back right now. But I do have the opportunity to show you guys on the video what this looks like. It's got all these inscriptions and emblems on it. I feel like I'm on uh, Wheel of Fortune or something. i got to hide my address so that you guys don't see where I live. But it's got all these, it says like pig and grill master and rubs. And there's like photos of chickens and stuff. And on the side, it says bbqbox.com. Like this is really, really cool. Um, basically, there's a whole lot of barbecue related stuff inside these boxes that Joey sent to us. And we have no idea what's inside. We're about to find out right now. Uh, so we want to count. Want to count it down? Let's get into. Yeah, this. we can totally do that. Um, I guess. All we're, right. We're, all right. Go on one. I, I've got the flap yeah. at the ready. Like I am so ready for yeah. this. I am ready to cut this tape. I am ready to cut this tape. Okay. Okay. Three, two, two, one, one. Let's we go. do this. What have and we see, got? I didn't read into it that much, so I don't know what to Ooh. do. I really don't either. I just know that it was like relatively heavy for the uh, the amount that uh, was put into it. It's not a super big box. I mean, it's like three inches. I feel like this is Christmas. Three inches tall and probably about eight to ten inches deep and probably about ten inches wide. Like it's 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 a it's a decent sized box, but it's amazing what they can probably fit inside all of this. So I've got a whole bunch of pamphlets right off the top. What have you guys got? You got like yeah. three or four different pamphlets. I got pamphlets. Yeah. I got a recipe card. Uh, what's on your guys' recipe card? Uh, recipe card. Cuban stuffed pork loin. Sit. That's what Same I got. Same here. Cuban stuffed pork loin. Uh, Kakalaki gold mustard sauce. Gentry's barbecue. Hickory wood chips. Smokestack barbecue rub. A basting brush. And chorizo sticks from the Soupy Brothers. So basically, <laughs> inside brothers. this fold, uh, the Soupy Brothers reminds wow. me of the Doobie Brothers just a little bit. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, whoa, marinate that pork chop. <laughs> oh <my goodness> <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just I'm feeling weird tonight. Uh, we got hickory hickory wood chips. That's a very Texas type. Oh, of thing. totally. Uh, uh, what is it? Hickory and pecan wood. Those are two of the most popular to use in Texas. Absolutely. Wow. Um, it's from Pitmaster Chris Gentry, uh, Gentry Barbecue founder. I, I I missed the Gentry for the first time, and I thought it said Meet Chris Gentry Barbecue founder. I was like, he did not invent barbecue. <laughs> 
You can't fool me. He's an award-winning pitmaster who followed his passion and bottled his signature sauces to bring barbecue goodness to the masses. He went one step further and brought it right to your door. Wow. So it tells you how uh, how hot to heat up your grill, 325. Using a sharp knife, square the pork loin roughly 12 inches in length. Like, it's giving you step-by-step. Step. There's like seven steps of instructions in this telling you exactly how to prepare Cuban stuffed pork loin. Dang. That's, nice. that's pretty awesome. What, what's on the other pamphlets? I've got a Spartan carton. What is that's that? That's an amazing name for, for a subscription box. It's, it's, I think it's another, it's, it's another it's subscription, subscription box. box. It's like for like fitness stuff. Spartan oh, carton. See, I wouldn't have any use for that. The only fitness I use is when I'm trying to fitness barbecue in my mouth. <laughs> right. Knew that was coming. Thank you for your purchase. Get 25% off your next barbecue box with this code at barbecuebox.com. I'm getting another one, boyos. <laughs> I'm getting another one. Heck yeah. What is this? Having trouble finding a gift for a real man? We design gifts with <laughs> real men in mind. And one of the gifts is a hangover kit with a fanny pack. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hangover kit with a fanny pack. That's brilliant. It's okay. pretty awesome. So what else have we got in this box? Well, I see. Well, I've got a supplement container. It's it's uh, I, I don't even know what it is. It's called term termason. Termason maybe. Termason. Yeah, more than like more a... than healthy joints. Hundred percent natural. Loaded with curcuminoids. I have no idea. They are. They're trying <laughs> to poison us. Two vegetable capsules. So the, the vegetables look like maybe sweet potatoes? Yeah. They're, they're dietary supplements. They're basically condensed sweet potatoes that you can take in a supplement, and you get your vegetable servings by taking a couple of pills. That. See, you barbecue can be healthy. Uh, does it have to be, though? Sometimes. For all you sometimes. kids complaining about eating your vegetables, this is your solution. You don't have to taste them. It just goes right down like a pill. This is the future, wow. guys. We won't have food in 10 years. Wow. This is just, you'll just take a Dudes, pill. this bottle at the store usually costs eighteen ninety five. Dang. So we just got it for free, basically. We, yeah, thanks to May's Sandwich Shop, we just got $20 worth of free supplements. Wow. And then, uh, Hell yeah. what's this meat that we got here, Ben? Is this that Soupy Brothers Chorizo Sticks? Yeah, we got uh, chorizo sticks, which are, um, mine are actually attached. I don't know if, it, maybe that's not supposed to be that way. It's attached to the bottle. Um, I don't know if anybody else is like that. I just realized that's probably just a part mine's of the packaging. Not, mine's um, okay, that's just a mistake then. Mine came detached, mine. but that's okay. Okay, okay. So you got Soupy Brothers. Do, do, do. They look like, These they look good. like, uh, they could be the real life Mario Brothers. Those mustaches. <laughs> yeah, those mustaches on the logo does look like Mario Brothers. You're right. I was yep, I was yep, looking at it yep. thinking this is Slim Jim meets sausage, and I love that idea. Yeah. Because I'm not. Yeah, really. I'm not really a big Slim Jim fan, but I am a fan of chorizo, and so you put the two of those together, I could get on board with that. Heck yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. And then we've got this gigantic whoa well, not gigantic but a fair size bottle of barbecue whoa. Yeah. 
Whoa! Mustard. It's mustard-based sauce, it's which is mustard your classic. It's a mustard sauce of South Carolina treasure, is what it says yep. on the box. Nineteen yep. Carolina style. Nineteen ounces of sauce. Kakalaki Gold I is the excited name. Excited about this. I am totally having barbecue for supper this weekend, thanks to this. And look at this. I'm gonna look at this. Look at, look at the little be... basting brush. Look at that. <laughs> I'm going to be honest here. I don't believe I've ever actually tasted mustard spice sauce. So, really? Uh, this might be a first for me. This might be a learning experience. That is a surprise because I, you know, the way that you've toured the country, I thought you would have had mustard sauce at some point in your life. Now, K- yeah, I haven't. Yeah, go ahead. Well, KFC has something called, uh, it's like something, something gold, and it's yellow like that. And I wonder if that's mustard. Something, some, something, something gold. Yeah, well, I forget what it's <laughs> something, called. Something, something dark side. Something, something dark side, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I actually had KFC today, and I just got regular barbecue. That probably some of the worst barbecue chicken I've ever had. Don't go to KFC oh. for your barbecue chicken if you want authentic barbecue chicken i don't know what it was about the sauce but it was like it was like too sweet and it was like grainy it was almost like you could taste the sugar in it or something it was weird but i saw on their menu they had a gold something something gold uh and (laughs) something something that's what this stuff's called it's called kakalaki gold so i wonder if it's the same type of thing it may be similar it may be somewhat similar the thing that's really got me excited is this smokestack barbecue rub. Oh, yeah! I, I feel wanna... like this is yes. gonna last me a good while because it's going to go way more than one or two meals. You know, the the sauce is eventually gonna you run can, out. Can... The the chorizo is eventually gonna run out. But this barbecue rub is going to last indefinitely. Yeah, this will last a while. It's a good bit of rubbing. This is, this is bit. It's six ounce container, and rub can go a long it, way depending on how how heavy. You excuse put me it. while I open it up and smell it. Oh, oh I was gonna do more than that. I was gonna sprinkle a few pieces onto my hand and actually taste that something. Oh, good idea. <laughs> I've got my knife still. As long as I don't stab myself, it should mm. be fine. Yeah, don't do that. We don't want to call an ambulance. Uh, I have to do like a live call-in show to the ambulance. <laughs> this is actually, gonna be delicious. Actually, if I do end up needing to go to the hospital, I am definitely taking an Uber because <laughs> it's just way cheaper. But, oh my god! Yeah, gosh. exactly. You know what? Screw yeah. it. I'm trying this sauce, too. You're going to drink the sauce. <laughs> well, not drink it, but I'll put like a... <laughs> not like <laughs> just chug the whole thing. take a swig, why don't you? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just going to dab a little on my hand and just give it a taste. I mean, I'm doing the same with the rub real quick. And I don't know if there's any dignified way to try this, but... I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot because I'm really intrigued by this rub. Eating rub raw, and that's something I've also not done. You've never had rub raw, dude. It's very salty. I like it. I see. I I've had I've actually had ribs rendezvous in Memphis, which is a famous barbecue restaurant. Wow! They serve their ribs. They they cook them with the rub on it, and then they add more rub after it's cooked. Wow. I don't personally like that. I don't like it. That's just personal mm, taste. That is a, that is a lot of rub. I can totally see where you're coming from, but oh my gosh, this rub is jam-packed with flavor. 
It's got, it starts kind of salty and then it has like some bite in the middle and then it finishes kind of sweet actually. Like yeah, my, my yeah. taste buds are just kind of all over the place. It's crazy. Okay. I just tried this Kakalaki gold mustard sauce. Oh, do tell. I, I, lo- okay. I, I think I'm kind of not normal because in my family, I really like mustard anyway. Like I like putting mustard on things. I, I put mustard on my mac and cheese sometimes. I'm that weird mac and cheese yeah it, it's something i tried once and i really enjoyed it so i keep doing it um okay i mean i can't really complain because i've put mustard on my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches before yeah oh that's well that's weird oh you no. called me weird good lord but, okay hear me out the mustard goes well with the jelly and the jelly goes well with the peanut butter when you bite it all together it makes sense see i'm gonna try that now Thanks for putting that in my uh, bucket list. I need that Steve Harvey <laughs> gif of, oh, you crazy, you crazy. No, but, but this stuff, it's it's really weird because it's like, you can kind of, like, it's kind of barbecuey, but it's it's pretty mustardy, but it's also sweet, you know, not like barbecuey. That's a word now. Yeah, I just coined that term, barbecuey. It's a word. <laughs> it's barbecuey. Like it, the the abbreviation is just BBQE, barbecuey. Um. This stuff's really good. <laughs> I love it. This whole box is really good. Like, I'm taking a, a, a quick little selfie of the box on the video here. So these chori- these chorizo sticks, are they um are they supposed to be made with the recipe? The like are they supposed to be put in there? Uh did you did you I, read the did you I read the recipe know. card? I'm re- I'm reading it right now. Cause I feel like that's where all our answers lie. Yeah. This uh, this recipe card: uh, sharp knife, pork loin, cover the loin, generously season the length of the loin, coat the same side of the loin with mustard sauce, add a layer of Swiss cheese, thinly sliced deli ham, and pickles. Repeat and enjoy. Damn, well, that sounds good. Looks like I'm gonna be chomping on these uh, chorizo sticks in just a second here. Hey, I am all for that, man. I have very very uh, strong urges during the show pertaining to food and that's please, why I usually please end up tell at... me <laughs> please tell me they're only pertaining to food <laughs> yes they only pertain to food pervert <laughs> i end up um going to taco bell probably once a month after these episodes because i'm just like ugh, i'm hungry ugh, it's late where can i get anything dude i went to taco bell today ah uh, the uh, apparently the most popular um mexican food in america which i find extremely weird but <laughs> that is really weird i'm not even sure it qualifies as mexican food but whatever that is a, that is a tangent that i don't know if we have time for we don't we definitely don't we really don't because you get me started on that i will i will spend another hour oh my gosh i no not doing that but we are going to say thank you one more time to may's sandwich shop for sponsoring these this is going to be a long-standing memory and it's going to be a long-standing gift because I can use that brush repeatedly, I can use the rub repeatedly, I can use the sauce multiple times. I have chorizo sticks to munch on now. Like holy smokes, go to bbqbox.com if you want something similar. I got 25% off my next purchase, so I know where I'm going after the show. I'm going straight to that website. Yep, yep. And yeah. if I'm ever if I'm ever in the Reading, Pennsylvania area, I'm going straight to May Sandwich Shop. Yep. Jake, are you okay? Oh, Did you just try one of the Okay. 
one of the sticks? I just put, I dipped the stick in the, uh, <laughs> the mustard sauce. <laughs> And then I dipped that. You dipped in a it. Oh my god! A little bit of that barbecue rub. Pretty good. Oh my god! You're the real hero today, Wow! Today, See, you're like even more adventurous than I am. Just putting I'm that out to, there. The only thing missing is I I can't start a little fire here and use the the hickory wood chips. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a burn ban that it goes against that rule, but. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, where I live, no open fires. But that's unfortunate. Really? Yep. Ooh, I need a drink of water now. Ooh, ooh, that bite's starting to go down my throat just a little just bit. Drink the sauce. Is the sauce sweet enough for that? I don't know. Yeah, I'd probably neutralize it. Eh, I don't know if I'm brave enough for that. I'm just gonna have a quick sip of water. Oh man. Uh, George in the chat says this is the earliest we've ever had barbecue. Watch. I love Carolina <laughs> mustard sauce. Heinz has a version that I like. I've never had Heinz before. That's an interesting thought. Uh, getting some stuff that's maybe a little bit more along the lines of over the counter, I guess some of those can still be really good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, guys, that is a very, very memorable barbecue watch. I must say. Was this the first barbecue watch that we've eat or that you guys have eaten on the show? Um, my yes. Mm, did we have food maybe. with us when we visited you in Mississippi? We, we did, but I don't know if we actually like ate on the show. I don't know if we ate on the show or just before, but I know that we had some of the best ribs I've ever had in my life when we went down there. Nice. <laughs> uh, but eating something barbecue-related on the show, yeah, this might be a first time. And uh, apparently the way that we've been describing stuff is actually enticing other people to get hungry as well. <laughs> a friend of mine sent me a private message says f you you're making me hungry (laughs) (laughs) oh i love it well you're welcome (laughs) you're welcome to all you listeners back home that's one of the cool things is getting to have involvement from groups like may sandwich shop sponsoring elements and you know i guess that was always a thought or a possibility that we could do here on the show sometime. You know, we've got time allotted for an ad break. We've got different uh, segments that could end up being sponsored. And I've always wanted Barbecue Watch to be sponsored by somebody. And tonight it was. So that that's really cool. And huge, again, before we go, huge shout out to Joe. Oh, for absolutely. Coming up with the idea, you know, taking t- his time and his money to make this happen and uh, being so kind and uh, treating us very well, and not just that, but being a patron and being an avid listener, Joey, you absolutely rock my soul. You are a stand-up he is, guy. He is, he is a rock star, and we are very lucky to have him as a patron, and we're very lucky to have you as listeners here with us. We've got just over 10 people, it looks like, total, if you're not including like my profile and the 1138 profile listening on channel1138.com. Um but uh, we have a lot of fun still to be had. But it's time to announce the, the winner of our uh, first trivia question. We asked the question uh, a little while ago, what language is written on the tattoo on Jake Damon's forearm? The first person to guess correctly, believe it or not, was actually Mr. Joey Mays. Whoa. Nice. So he guessed the language Arabesh, which is the language from the Star Wars universe. Jake, would you like to confirm or deny that, sir? 
I can confirm that is correct. Good job, Joey. And do they get bonus points for... Guessing what it says. (laughs) Guessing what it says. I suppose they could, but you'd really have to stalk Jake on social media to find, like, the full-on picture. Yeah. I don't know if I'd even (laughs) tell you. And you'd have to translate. Right, you'd have to find a translator, match up all the characters and letters. It would be a nightmare, but it would be worth it. That's a that's a that's a really really long and involved process. Uh, Kenny actually guessed it correctly as well, saying Aurabesh. Uh, unfortunately, Joey got there just a little bit sooner, but that's okay. We've got other questions still to be asked, and uh, another one's actually going to be coming up in just a little bit here. But to continue the celebration and the nostalgia associated with the IPC podcast, here's here's the deal, guys. We can actually say nostalgia when it refers to our podcast. Because we are now 250 episodes into it. So when we're talking about stuff that happened back in 2016, around episode 108 or something, that was like three years ago. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) And back in 2016, around that time, there was a game that we used to play here on the show. It was a game that I invented, and I will openly admit it was more complicated than it needed to be, (laughs) but it's also pretty fun and pretty engaging. And I decided to challenge you guys to a, uh, a rematch, if you will, of this classic retro IPC game, which uh, actually just happens to have music attached to it. I think Let me see if I can bring it up in time. I actually realized, you know what? It's been a long time since I've done this, but I actually, I do have sound effects for this. I've been waiting a long time to play this. That brings back some memories. You can never have too much of the Jackson 5. You just can't. Absolutely. You just can't. But if that wasn't uh, enough of a clue for you listeners, it's time to bring back the old game of one, two, three. Woo. There are three actors for the possibility of two points by using one movie. The rules are as follows for those of you trying to follow along at home. Each of the hosts are going to be listing three actors. Hopefully, at least two of them are fairly recognizable. Or it could be a fake list of three. If guessed correctly above or below five out of ten stars on IMDb, there is plus one to the person who guesses. If it is a fake list and somebody guesses above or below, then the person who fooled them gets plus one point. Are you following me so far? Uh-huh. If if for some reason you think it's fake. Okay, so Jake, let's just say you list three fake actors and I guess above five stars because that list that you gave me just sounds too good to be true. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's the it's like it's like the uh, Avengers Endgame of three people. You know, <laughs> and you're just like, "Holy crap, that sounds amazing." And it turns out to be a completely fake movie. Right. Because I guessed either above or below, but it was fake, you faked me out, therefore you get one point. Gotcha. If they guess, let's say it's above five stars, but it's actually below five stars, you also get a point. Because they guessed incorrectly. Gotcha. Now, 
Now, if someone thinks it's a fake list, they're allowed to challenge it by calling out 321, the reverse of 123. I, I thought that was clever at the time. But you call out. <laughs> You call out 321 to basically challenge that list, and then it must be proven. If the person who made that list is able to defend their three actors and say that they're actually in a movie together, they get plus two points for defending it. If that list gets found out and it proves to be false, then there's plus two points to whomever issued the challenge. Mm-hmm. Any questions? Nope, just eating my last stick here. You ate all of it already? I'm a big boy. <laughs> oh, You're only going to get bigger by eating all that chorizo. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you. My first instinct wasn't to share with anybody. Actually, my wife is sitting on the bed pretty close. I gave her one. I don't think she liked it very much, so I ate the rest of hers, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, sharing is caring. At least you cared enough to yeah, share yeah, with Jake's her. Sitting, Jake's sitting there like, I hope she doesn't like it. So <laughs> I had my fingers crossed. <laughs> I knew that. I was like, he's going to have his fingers crossed. I'm like, please don't like it. Please don't like it. Please don't like it. How did we start the podcast? I weighed a certain amount. And at the end of the podcast, I'm going to weigh like 10 pounds more. Oh, so we do like a weigh-in? <laughs> <laughs> How much do you weigh at the beginning? After the show, about midnight, yep. there's going to be someone showing up at the emergency room. Um, Sir, what happened to make you need your stomach <laughs> pumped because you were so sick? Like, I downed an entire bottle of mustard-based barbecue sauce. Also, I didn't have dinner tonight, so this was kind of like my, my honorary dinner. Well, okay, I guess that counts. I had chilies for dinner, so I'll probably end up snacking on the chorizo tomorrow. But There you go. I digress. It's, it's time for round one. So here's an example uh, that kind of actually inspired uh, this game in the first place. There was a movie in 2015 that had this amazing lineup. Just this star-studded cast that sounded too good to be true. Listen to this. If, I, if, if this was an example list, I would say Johnny Depp, Gwyneth Paltrow, Ewan McGregor. Then you guys would guess, is it above five stars or below five stars on IMDb? Uh. This, movie, this movie is real. And it goes by the name of Mordecai. A 2015 movie about a a spy played by Johnny Depp. And I think his opponent is Ewan McGregor. And he's got a sidekick who's played by none other than Paul Bettany. And you've also got, oh, I don't know, Jeff Goldblum and Olivia Moon in this movie as well. Love me some Jeff Goldblum. Like, like I'm telling you, this is just a huge movie. But it was also a huge flop. This movie <laughs> only has, like... 5.5 out of 10 stars on the IMDb scale. Yeesh. Like, it's terrible. And actually, if you guys wanted to make it a little more fun, we could do above or below 7 out of 10 stars on IMDb. Yep, I like that. <laughs> That's fine with me. Okay. Shake it up well, a little see, bit. This game, this game is always ever-changing. It's ever-changing. So now we're going to be guessing correctly above or below 7 out of 10 stars on IMDb. That is our example is... Johnny Depp, Gwyneth Paltrow, Ewan McGregor. That's all that you do is you list three actors, and then we're gonna we're gonna be guessing. Do you guys want me to to lead off for this just to kind of get the ball rolling? Go for it. 
Sure. All right. Do it. We're going to be playing three rounds of this game. And whoever has the most points at the end will win. <laughs> I don't have a prize for you guys. I'm sorry. You can have you can have my 25% off redemption code from the barbecue box. I don't know. <laughs> Get me some more of those chorizo sticks. Right? You could probably just invest in those. But anyway, here is my first list of three uh, characters. I have Matthew Broderick, mm-hmm. Chris Rock, oh. and Oprah. <laughs> oh, my wow. goodness. Now, how do, we, how do we do this? Can we both make guesses and then you reveal it, maybe? Sure, we can do it that way. You both, you both take your guesses on this. You want to go first, Jake? You got to figure it out, or you want me to? Um, no, you go for it. I'm going to say three, two, one. I'm going to call your bluff here. Okay, Ben wants to call me out. Jake? How do you feel about this? Man, I'm going to say it's real. And I'm going to say it is below seven stars. You're going to go below seven stars. And Ben is calling me out. So here's here's the other thing. It's preferable that you guys are able to defend this movie with a quick IMDb search. Like... If I tell you the name of the movie, you're able to go look it up, look at the cast list, and be like, oh, yeah, we actually do have a movie that exists. It's got Matthew Broderick, Chris Rock, and Oprah in it. And I can actually tell you guys that this movie does exist. And it is below seven stars. Whoa! Damn. This movie is... (laughs) <laughs> it's one that I love to laugh at because of how ridiculously stupid it is. And if I had told you who the star was of this movie, it would have completely given it away. Oh. This movie <laughs> stars Jerry Seinfeld. A B movie. <laughs> yes, B movie. It's the B movie. And believe it or not, Matthew Broderick, Chris Rock, and Oprah all had supporting roles in the B movie, which clocks in at 6.1 out of 10 stars on IMDb. Wow. Wow. Those stupid animated movies, they can trip you <laughs> I've up. I've seen the they B really movie can. so many times. I thought this would be a, uh, an animated movie. I couldn't put my finger on which one it was, but I think Chris Rock played like a mosquito. And, he did. And uh, Matthew Broderick played uh, Jerry, Jerry B, or Barry B. Benson's best friend there. Yep. And I forget who Oprah played. I'm pretty sure she was the judge that had humanity on trial. Yeah, and John Goodman was one of the the lawyers, right? The defendant. He guy. was. Yeah. He was he was he was the legal counsel in defense of the bee farms. Yeah. So, that is two points to me for defending my movie from Ben and one point to Jake for correctly guessing that the movie is below 7 out of 10 stars. Ben, I'm going to give you a chance to put yourself on the board. You can go next. All right. So my three actors are as follows. Nicole Kidman, Danny DeVito, DeVito. and Tom Cruise. Cruise. See, my first instinct is that DeVito maybe had like a supporting role in a Mission Impossible movie, and Nicole Kidman was one of the female players. Uh, 
but she maybe I know of a movie this could be, but I don't think Danny DeVito is in it unless I'm wrong. Because I've never actually seen this movie, but I know there's a movie specifically which one that has Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. Do I want to? Yeah, see, that's the thing. That's the thing is two out of three sound really feasible, but DeVito is the one that kind of throws me a little bit. But I don't know if I want to risk giving Ben a chance to tie or take the lead. So even if he fools me, he only gets one point for fooling me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now there's some strategy involved in the way you present your guesses because maybe I want to like jump out to a really big lead or if I'm wrong, he could end up tying me or taking the lead. So I'm going to guess that it's real. And if it is a Mission Impossible movie that's got DeVito in it, along with Cruz and Kidman, I have a hard time believing any Mission Impossible movie would be below seven stars. So I'm going to guess above. Oh, you've never seen the third one, have you? Uh, I haven't seen any of them. <laughs> I really I really haven't. I I've I've only recently seen some 007 films and I wasn't a big fan of those either. So Dude, do yourself a favor and watch at least the last like 3 Mission Impossible movies cuz they are some of the best action movies I've ever seen. But Okay. I'm going to go ahead and guess that this is I'm not going to take the risk and say that it's real even though I know there's a movie that has both Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman I'm going to go opposite of Zach here and say that it's fake Three, two, one. alright Ben you have been challenged alright shall I reveal it? it is the floor is yours good sir well I have nothing to reveal because it's Whoa. fake oh it's a fake movie oh Man, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you know, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. Obviously, they've been in a movie there. Danny DeVito. I don't know. I don't know. I just thought, hey, those are the two names that popped into yeah. my head. And uh, the one, yeah, the one I was so, thinking uh, of was uh, Eyes Wide Shut, which is one of Stanley Kubrick's last films, and that starred uh, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. Right. Right. How about that? But I never saw it, so who knows if Danny DeVito was in there or not, but I didn't want to risk it, and it paid off. Also, also, Far and Away starred Tom Cruise and oh, Nicole really? Kidman. So I, weren't they married at some I point? I want to say yes. I don't, I, mean, I don't recall. Tom Cruise is an immortal alien from outer space, <laughs> and he's probably been married to everyone on the planet probably, at some point. Yeah. So. It's a Ron Howard movie. I forgot about that. Oh, how about that? Never seen it. Well, okay, so Ben got one point for fooling me for guessing, and Jake got two points for correctly calling Ben out on his fakeisms. Ha-ha. I'm doing pretty well so, so far. So now, Jake, it comes to you with – here's here's the funny thing. Ben has one point. I have two. Jake has three. Just how it should be. <laughs> one, two, three. How funny. All right. All right. What do you got for us, Jake? Here are my three actors. Mike Myers, Christopher Walken, and Charlton Heston. Oh my goodness. Charlton Heston? Planet of the Apes, Charlton Heston? Oh yeah. Is there any other? That's just, no, thank you for that. I kind of deserve that. (laughs) But, good grief. Myers, Heston, and who else? Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. 
Need more I mean, cowbell. Walk, Walken, Walken and Heston, I believe, are old enough to, to both be in a movie together. It would have to be a very young Mike Myers. Or a quasi-young, kind of up and coming, just kind of getting into the into the Hollywood scene. Possibly. Uh, Jeez, I don't know. This is, this is a good one. Uh, ben, any thoughts? Um, I am going to guess. I, I my logic is it feels weird, but not weird enough to be fake. Yeah, your your Devito one felt kind of weird. <laughs> anything, so anything I, with Devito in it feels kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. So I am going to say that it is real and it's below. Below seven. You know, I think I, I think I'm gonna follow suit. That sounds like a safe bet. I'm gonna say real and below as well. All right, here we go. The answer is that it is real, and it is a movie called Wayne's World Two, and it is six point two stars out of ten. Kadoosh. Wow, Charlton Heston in Wayne's World 2. I had no yep. idea. And if I remember correctly, yeah, Wayne, uh, Mike Myers, I mean, he's probably in his like early 30s at least. And Charlton Heston, I could be wrong about this, but I think that was the last movie he did before he died. I'm not sure. But he played like wow. a little cameo. That's, That's crazy. That yeah. That is crazy. Wow. Actually, okay, so that. that's it for round one. Jake, you check in on that. I'm going to check in on the leaderboard really fast. Uh, ben picked up two points that round. I picked up three. And Jake also has three. We we both correctly guessed his question. So he didn't fool anybody and he didn't defend a challenge. So he stands pat. So it's three to three to two at the end of round one nice so we go on to round two gentlemen are you ready ready as always all right do you do you guys want me to lead off again or how do you how do you want to proceed yeah we could do it the same order that's fine all righty uh here comes my list then this is my next set of three i've got robert de niro Eddie Murphy and William Shatner. Robert De Niro, Eddie Murphy, and William Shatner. Three, two, one. I gotta say, this sounds fake to me. I'm gonna I'm gonna round out my answers and say this is real and above seven. Real and above seven. Just to be a contrarian. Just <laughs> this will be the complete opposite. Um so the uh, the correct answer for you guys is this is a movie. Ooh. Oh, oh. And it was made in 2002, and it's called Showtime. It's a spoof of buddy cop movies where two very different cops are forced to team up on a new reality-based television cop show while tracking down the manufacturer and distributor of an illegally made semi-automatic firearm. Murphy and De Niro play the two uh, officers in question, and Shatner makes a guest appearance as himself. 
yeah, it makes sense. Shatner does all the cameos. He is the he is the self parody king. He 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 loves doing that stuff. Yep. He absolutely loves doing that. And fanboys and all of them. Now here's the kicker. This movie from 2002 called Showtime clocks in at a whopping 5.5 out of 10 stars. Wow. So, there was one challenge defended, which is two points, and one incorrect guess that it's above seven. So, I believe that is three points to me. Dang. Damn. Damn. Okay. Who be next? Is it me? Is it me? Okay. I'm looking forward to this, because the next one's a good one. I'm going to say, for my three... Is Bill Skarsgård, Sophia Batella, and John Goodman. Oh, Sophia Batella and John Goodman. I feel like I know this movie. Oh my gosh. Sophia Batella. So you got It the Clown. You got uh, what's her name from Star Trek? Yep. And you got Sully uh, James uh, John Goodman. James P. John Sullivan. Goodman, who is literally everybody. Oh my Goodness gracious. All the best. Batella was predominantly kind of a, an action star. She does a lot of a lot of stunts. She does she, a lot of her own stunts. I'm pretty she sure she mummy, did all of her she? own. She was the mummy. Wait a second. Was Goodman in the mummy? I feel like he was. I don't think he was. She was the mummy. She was in Star Trek. And then she was also in um, Kingsman. Yeah, right. She was in. She was in the original Kingsman, but I don't recall Goodman being in Kingsman. I'm gonna say three, two, one. Ooh, really? You know what? I think I am as well. Ben, you have been double challenged. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> the evil laugh of. <laughs> oh, I am here to tell you that you are wrong this movie is absolutely real it stars Charlize Theron from 2017 with a whopping 6.7 score Atomic Blonde Uh... so you got Charlize Theron in the title role it's got a big cast, actually. James McAvoy, Toby Jones, of course, Sophia Batella, Bill Skarsgård. The list goes on wow. and on. Damn. But uh, you've got John Goodman as Emmett, Emmett Kurtzfield. I've never seen this movie, so I don't know. <laughs> um, so I don't know what roles they play. I don't know how big their roles are, but they are in this movie. They are all in wow. this movie. Wow. What a list. This was a good find, dude, and it just gave you four points because <laughs> you got i did not expect that to happen i'm like okay this is the one that's going to be like intermediate i think because of my earlier fake out i think i just uh my my trolling just got to you got to your brain I, it, it, it's entirely possible it's entirely possible so we got goose eggs on that one buddy boy yeah. Let's let's see what happens here in this last segment of round two. This should be fun. 
All right. Well, I should preface by saying I thought that Charlton Heston's last movie was Wayne's World 2, which came out in 1992. I was way off. He did many, many other things after that, so I was getting him confused with somebody else. But, uh, yeah, so I stand corrected on that. But here are my three actors for round two. David Tennant, Robert Pattinson, a.k.a. our new Batman, and Gary Oldman. Oh, I know this one. I know this one. Ah, <laughs> oh. uh, you can't you can't sneak it past this Hufflepuff, buddy boy. Oh, I hate you, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That was a that was a oh. very good try, but I recognize that one right <laughs> off the bat. Now the trick is I am almost certain there is not one movie in this franchise that is below 7 out of 10 stars. <laughs> so I'm going to play the safe route, and I'm going to say it's above 7. Well, thanks for the tips, Zach. <laughs> ben, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this movie is obviously fake. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it's above 7. I'm going to say it's above 7. <laughs> darn both of you um (laughs) uh, it is a real movie it is above seven stars and zach if you're gonna be an ass about it you might as well just say the title yourself oh i don't remember which one it is (laughs) (laughs) wow okay it is harry potter and the goblet of fire i knew it i knew the only one that david Tennant is in true i thought he was in two for some reason I couldn't no, he plays uh, Barty Crouch Jr. Dang, I remember that scene. I remember that scene so. Yeah, we, hello, we, father. We've discussed. We've we've discussed that franchise recently, and so talking about Gary Oldman in that in yeah. that series really, really did a lot for us, um, and really did a lot for my memory. Because uh, Jake, unfortunately, you got a goose egg that round. Yeah. <sighs> Just all. That's what it looks like. Three little eggs, score. three zeros. Three little eggs, and so that brings Ben's five plus his to the previous round. His grand totals up to seven. Uh, I collected four that round plus my three from the last last round. That puts me at seven. And Jake, you have a little bit of catching up to do now. You are at three. Man, I need a miracle. I'm on the verge of a miracle. <laughs> No? Nobody? Nope. Oh, man. You gotta watch the Ragamuffin movie. It's so good. Oh, so, so good. Okay. So, we have now reached a point where it's time for our second trivia question. We're gonna take a pause here before round three picks up. And we're gonna ask you our second trivia question of the evening. Uh, We have not heard back, have we? From our uh, our first trivia question winner, Joey. Yeah, Joey said he had to go, and he hasn't written us back yet. We we know where to find him. We can we can track him down pretty easily. Um, <laughs> the question is, I I don't know which one of the prizes he's going to claim. Is the is the problem? Yeah. So I guess might we'll, have to might have to decide later. We'll we'll figure it out. If if nothing else. I'll just hold on to whatever nobody else wants. 
But this is Mine. this is for one of the two redemption codes that you can get, either iTunes or Google Play. This is for one of those $15 codes. You have to get the entirety of this name correct. But the question number two that we have for you is, what is the name of the barbecue restaurant that Ben works at? It's it, it, it's a, it's a long name. It's a really long name, and you have to, you specifying that made just made it harder. You you really have to like think about this, and you have to spell it out as in depth as you possibly can. But what is the name of the barbecue restaurant that Ben works at? I feel like I feel like certain people will be able to figure this out pretty quickly. They'll they'll know they'll know how to how to how to how to, how to crack my this guess. Code. My guess way. is Wendy's. Yes, <laughs> Wendy's barbecue. Yes, it's Wendy's. Or no, I'm I'm changing it to Taco Bell. That would be that's an that, in, that's an insult. That, that's an insult to barbecue. That's an insult to Mexican food. It's just an insult in general. <laughs> Honestly, yes. It's just it's just insulting. Oh Except to my taste so, buds. Woo! One more time. What is the full name of the restaurant that Ben? works at send it to us on channel 1138.com or send it to us on facebook live we are watching both chats to be able to keep up with you guys if you can send it there the first one to get it gets a code to either itunes or google play so be sure to send that to us all right we'll be watching that as we keep playing gentlemen it's time for round three are you ready ready as i'll ever be i was born ready all right. Uh, I guess I'm leading off this round again, as I have for the previous two, if that's okay with you all. Mm-hmm. All right. My three actors for this movie are Ian McKellen, Patrick Stewart, and Daniel Craig. Oh, those first two get you, and then they get, you get that curveball at the end. It's almost like he's wanting to make you think it's something, but it's actually something else. I, 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 I think there's shenanigans afoot. Yeah. See, I have a memory of a movie that could definitely have all three of these actors in it, but do I take the risk? See, you never know. It could be he's faking you to make you think it, it's... I- fake when it's actually real or trying to make you think it's real when it's actually I, fake I, the, the the psychology there's so here many mind games at thing. play right i know it's not the movie that he he's trying to make us think it is with the first two but uh, or is it it's like double and tri- triple layers of, of mind mm-hmm. games here it's crazy uh, you want me to go ahead and make my proclamation here yeah, go for it. All right, my my take on this is three, two, one. I'm calling it. Ugh. Interesting. I am going to say the same thing. Three, two, one. Ooh, uh-huh. ooh! You guys do know you're taking a very big risk, right? Yeah. If this movie proves to be real, I get two points from each of you. Yep, and uh, judging by the way you're saying that, you're trying to make us feel like we made the wrong decision. I mean, actually, 
you didn't make the wrong decision. <laughs> it is a fake movie. <laughs> <laughs> but it is actually very close to a real movie. I switched Patrick Stewart for Christopher Lee. Okay, maybe that's the Ian, one I was thinking of. Ian McKellen, Daniel Craig, and Christopher Lee are all in a 2007 movie called Golden Compass. Yeah, he play, Ian McKellen plays a polar bear. Yeah, really? they're actually... Okay, so it's based on the oh book The Golden God. Compass, which is in a book series called His Dark Materials. And that series is actually getting a reboot where they're doing all three books on HBO. So I'm excited for that. It's 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 supposed to be the next great thing to replace Game of Thrones. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think, think there's really much. Of, but... I, I don't think there'll be anything that's the, quite that good. But no. uh, it is it that is that is where I got the idea from. If I had said Christopher Lee instead of Patrick Stewart, it would have been a real movie. But I swapped the names at the last second to try and get you to think McKellen and Stewart were together in that film. But you found me out, you darn meddling kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So is it is it me? Is is am I up? I believe so, sir. All right. So here goes my three. First, Christopher Lloyd, Jerry Stiller, and Wayne Knight. Oh my gosh! Can this movie be any more nineties? <laughs> <sighs> wow! Wow! We ugh. I know what I want to say. I'm, I I really don't. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna say I could be completely wrong, but I'm gonna take the risk. I'm gonna say it's correct, but it is less than seven stars. Interesting. Ugh. Ugh. See, I'm I'm really tempted to think the same because it sounds like a really cheesy '90s film that just did not go well, but. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of need the points too. And I'll, like, I'll tell you what movie I thought it was after. Sure, we'll go with that. Um, hmm. <laughs> you know what? I think, I think I'll say it's real, but it's above seven, not by much, but slightly above. <clears throat> that way, if I'm right, I get plus one point if i'm wrong then jake gets plus one but he's still not close enough to catch up to me <laughs> you love that don't you well oh. i need i need a point ben's got me by two so if i can get within one i've got a chance to steal at the end of this at the end of this round or at least tie him so i'm gonna i'm gonna say that it is real and above seven out of ten all right, ready for me to reveal this thing? I'm very ready. Okay, so this movie is absolutely real. Yo. All right, halfway there. I'm halfway there. It is It is the comedy romance from October 12th, 2012. What? Excuse me for living. I've never heard of this. <laughs> I hadn't either before I found this. The score for this one, 4.7 ah! out Am of 10. Am I catching up or what? Woo! 
<laughs> Starring Christopher Lloyd, Robert Vaughn, Melissa Archer, James McCaffrey, Wayne Knight, Jerry Stiller. Okay. First of all, yeah. I'm completely shocked that this was not made in the 90s. Second of all, I thought maybe it could be Space Jam and that Jerry Stiller and uh, who was the other? Christopher Lloyd played Lloyd. like voices like of the Monstars or something. I don't know. Because I remember Wayne Knight was in that. Yeah. 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 I, I could see that. I can see that totally. It's shocking that this was this is a 2012 wow. movie. Fairly, I mean, not that recent, but fairly recent. And I know Jerry Stiller is no longer yeah, with us. Yeah. Um, so that kind of even weighs more to it that it might be a lot older than it actually is. That was is. a good set, though. Good set of uh, actors. I I just I, I I don't even know how I found this. I just came up with it. I'm like, oh, this is. I actually I I searched for Wayne Knight movies. I just looked at his IMDb. I'm like, this looks yeah. interesting. Huh. <sighs> All right, that, that was, was fun. <laughs> Zach, you were so close. <laughs> I know, so close and yet so far. Well, we just need to do this again. It's been too long. We need to do yep, it again. Yep. Well, I'm a. I think I'm mathematically eliminated from winning now, but uh, we still have Jake's list of three to go. All right, here we go, guys. My third and final list, unless we do a tiebreaker. Um, here we go. Chris Evans, Octavia Spencer, and John Hurt. Not because I think it's fake, but because I need the points. Three, two, one. Okay. <laughs> I am going to go. You got a lot of box office gold in there with that thing. I'm going to say this is real and it's above seven. All righty, here we go. It is a real movie, and it is above seven point, or I mean seven stars, I should say. What? what? It is Snowpiercer, which I uh, I should have wrote down the year it came out. But it was within the last five years, maybe, and one of my favorite movies. I think it's on Netflix again. It's one of the only movies I've watched three times. Twenty thirteen. Oh, okay. See, if you had if you had put Tilda Swinton in this movie, I would have guessed. Yeah. Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton's the antagonist in that movie. Yeah, she's she's one of the main antagonists. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I, I almost put her in there in place of John Hurt, but I decided John Hurt would be a better one. But, um, yeah, it's a really good movie. You should check it out. Nice. But. It is, uh, funnily enough, should add in there, it is 7.1 out yeah. of 10 stars. So, I, like, just barely. Yeah, I should have said that. <laughs> just barely. But, uh Let's see there. Jaco got four points that round. Ooh. And it looks like Ben also got four points that round. Ben, you guessed over seven, correct? Yes. Okay, so Jake got one for... No, he got two for fooling me. I called three, two, one. He gets two for defending the movie. Right. He gets two for defending the movie, which means he got five that round. So five and three makes eight for mr damon and uh, seven and four makes 11 for one mr benjamin hart wow 
and I clock in with goose eggs for that third round, only getting seven points on the game. Good So game. 11, 11 to 8 to 7 is our final score for this rendition of the game. One, two, three. You know, guys, I actually feel like that was really well played. Yeah. That was, that was I think we we really, we, we all came up with some really good lists. Both the fake ones and the real ones. Yep. I mean, I feel like mine could have been better because you both called BS on mine. <laughs> I think that was, I think. <laughs> you win something. I feel some. like that was the one that killed my momentum, though. I was like, son of a gun. Yeah. Like, I, I had the chance. How does it feel? How does it feel to be beat by something that you created? <laughs> right? I came in last place, and I made up this game. I don't know this game very well, do I? Well, it didn't help that I had an entire round that was goose eggs. You had an entire round that was goose eggs, so that really helped Ben move forward. Mm-hmm. He just, he just wow. played like he played the steady, he played the odds, and he just got consistent points out of that. But, yeah. That was fun, guys. And we have a winner of uh, question two. Round two has a winner. Uh, We asked the trivia question, what is the full name of the barbecue restaurant that Ben works at? And our friend Kenny Crayley Jr., a longtime listener here on the program, submitted the answer on Facebook saying, Rob's Barbecue on the side. Ben, can you confirm or deny that answer? Kenny, you are correct, sir. All right. You nailed it. All nailed right. It. And that's not, that's a mouthful of a name. It, it is. Mouthful. It really is. And uh, you get quite a mouthful and- when you order something from there, too. It's delicious. <laughs> Fun fact, the reason that name exists is because we're literally on the side of a building. <laughs> you are. Like literally, They're, like it's barbecue on the side, and we we debated, or at least my parents did, because I was like six at the time, and I, I didn't really care much. But like debated back and forth, like what to call it, because you're trying to like capitalize on that and kind of put it in the name, and so people know where you are, and we're not exactly, you know, you know, you don't really see us from the street necessarily. So finally, a friend came up, like just call it barbecue on the yeah. side, and so. That stuck, and uh, now, 20 years later, answer the phone. Barbecue on the side. There you go. There you go. That's pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. So, congrats, Kenny. There you go. Uh, Kenny, you can let us know in the chat which type of digital code you prefer, and then we'll follow up with both you and Joey to figure out how to distribute those. I've got one iTunes card and one Google Play card, but I might be able to exchange it or something, so... We'll, uh, we'll figure out those logistics later, but if you prefer iTunes or Google Play, just let us know, and we will follow up with you after the show, probably sometime tomorrow, because when we're done with this show, we're going to be dead tired. <sighs> but we've got two winners down and one question to go, and it is the biggest question out of them, because you are going to be really, really challenged by the question about me. I promise you that. You really, really are. Because uh, sometimes I don't always know the answer to this question. So if you are able to guess it, uh, I'll be very pleasantly surprised. Even if you can get, like, most of the answer correctly, I'll be impressed. But we'll figure that out when we get there. The third question is still to come, so be sure to stay tuned. But in the meantime, we're going to kind of take a little trip down memory lane. And I hope you guys have been preparing for this because I really haven't. So I'm going to be kind of delegating and feeding off of you for the most part. 
Um, in all honesty, after five years, the podcasting kind of starts to run together a little bit. I barely remember what I like. I did podcast last night, Star Wars and World podcast. I don't know what we talked about. I can't remember. <laughs> I, I have no idea. It happened. I edited the show. I did it all. No idea what happened. It's just it's in the rearview mirror. I'm I'm not even kidding. When I'm done with this, it's in the rearview mirror. I don't even think about it anymore. Yeah, that happens. That very much happens. But even still, after five years and 250 episodes, there have to be a few memories that have been made over that time span. So I'm curious, uh, Jake, as a contributor and a guest and now as a co-host, you know, I'm, I'm curious what your position is. And Ben, I'm especially curious about some of the memories that you have from IPC over the years. Because, I mean, 250 episodes is a big deal. But I think part of what makes it such a big deal is the previous 249 it took to get here. Yeah. <laughs> And you're a listener, too, so it doesn't even have to be an episode you've been on, just one you listen to. Well, I've got a memory, and I can tell you exactly the date that this memory was made. You may be able to look back in the archives and tell me which episode this was, but uh, one time, back in February of 2015, there was a uh, barbecue watch segment on an episode of the IPC that the prompt was come up if, if I remember correctly, it was come up with a show that had to do with barbecue, like a TV show. Yeah. That was one of our first segments. Yeah. We did that a heck of a long time ago. And I think this was before I ever like came on as a guest or anything like that. I was just having a good time listening in and, and all that stuff. And this was back when my Photoshop skills were terrible. I don't even think I use Photoshop for this. I think I use like PicMonkey or something like that. Well, terrible for you. Still way better well, than I don't know. When, when I look at these, I kind of cringe <laughs> a little bit. But I'm going to send them to, the, uh, to our chat and uh, then I'll post them in the, in the group for everybody to see but here we go i think i pitched or we all pitched uh, we all kind of worked on this it was a show called barbecue and uh it would star chris pratt and david tennant and seasoning one. And the oh best part gosh. was calling the seasons so seasonings good. seasoning one seasoning two and this is like this is the Chris Pratt from when he was Andy Dwyer. Like you can yeah. still see like a little bit of chub on his face and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, yep. oh my gosh, I I totally remember this too because I remember like the plot of it was more or less Chris is the fun outgoing one and David's the one that like handles the logistics and the driving and like the cooking and stuff on the food truck. And yep. it's like a sitcom where it's basically like the odd couple on wheels, if you will. Yep. And, oh, my gosh, this premise is still viable to this day, okay? Have you seen Good Omens? Not yet. I want to, though. Good Omens is like a celestial odd couple. Okay. And it's and it's hilarious. And David Tennant is on it. I could totally see him playing a food truck version of Odd Couple. Like, totally. 
So and in the season and in the season one finale, it finds out that he was the tenth Doctor the whole time. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Oh man, that is that is a great memory, dude. That is that is a great. That, that was that was a fun time. I here here's a, here's a memory about you, um, that that still gets to me. Oh no, because um, there well, there's two actually. One being the hostile takeover that you had of our show with Chris Siegel. Oh yeah, yeah, uh-huh. that was fun. Uh-huh. Where you both hosted the show because Ben and I both had prior commitments, and the two of you got on for less than an hour and just talked about Frasier <laughs> the whole time. Yep. And then at the very end, you're like, "Okay, how are we supposed to end this thing?" <laughs> <laughs> Neither of you remembered how to close out the show. And it was hilarious and it was funny and it was just it was <laughs> like we had it, no idea it, what we were doing. But it honestly inspired me to go give Frasier a try. Yeah. Like I had kind of been avoiding it. I saw it on Netflix, but I was like, eh, I don't know. But I gave it a try off of you guys' recommendation, and now I'm saving up to buy the complete series on DVD. Dude, that you is know? a good choice. I I have most of the Star Treks and I have Parks and Rec and I have Friends and a few other shows like Game of Thrones and The Clone Wars and stuff like that. But I'm working on Frasier and I'm working on The Office. Those are my two next big TV show purchases. And yeah. Frasier is thanks in largely to your recommendation. Dude, it is it is one of the smartest and uh, most clever shows out there, I would say, like in terms of writing and and just how well that the, that show knew its characters and knew how to write the characters and interact with each other and it's it's one of my favorites it's very witty yeah i love the 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 wit and the charm and the sarcasm and the and the awkwardness of it it's so funny the other memory that i have of you jake is uh the fact that you were a guest on an episode um that was discussing one of my favorite movies of all time And I wasn't there to discuss it. (laughs) I think I was out of town visiting a special someone at the time. And you guys got on and talked about The Dark Knight without me. Yep. And then you tried to, like, give me a little bit of time the next week, Ben, to, like, okay, let's do, like, a five-minute, you know, what did you think of the movie before we talk about Dark Knight Rises. And I was like, five minutes? And so that's what inspired Dark Knight Revisited earlier this year. Was I finally got an opportunity to talk about this damn movie that I've been wanting to talk about for about three years now. Wow. But that's the beauty of this podcast is we can schedule time to come back and look at a movie that maybe that already been discussed. But let's talk about it again. Gosh dang it. Do it again. Yes. Well, that is a fantastic movie that I can't seem to to run out of things to talk about. I mean, you could probably nope. have an entire podcast dedicated to the dark knight or at least the dark knight trilogy oh yeah like so many facets and so many aspects worth discussing um i told you guys about an idea for a a podcast that involves like a scene by scene breakdown of a movie instead of like talking about one movie per one episode you spend like one episode of the show talking about the opening scene and then you spend another episode talking about you know, this particular scene and so on and so forth until you've discussed the whole movie over the course of like four or five weeks. The Dark Knight is definitely one of those movies worth that kind of in-depth discussion. 
I listen to a podcast that does something similar to that, except stretched out over a much longer period of time called um, uh, Gutterball, the Lebowski Deep Cast. And they spent four or five years going minute by minute through the big Lebowski. And I listened to the whole freaking thing. And see, and see, there's also Star Wars Minute, where they do each Star Wars film minute oh. by minute. And I think they've been at that for like years. I bet. That's crazy. Are they going to do all nine of them? (laughs) Or even the standalone? Yeah, I think they'll have plenty of content. I think they have plenty to talk about. Wow. Well, as long as they keep making films, they're just going to have to keep extending their show. So, lucky for them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Okay, so, Ben, IPC Memories, what do you got? There's so many, man. There's so many, and I, I I don't. It's the one that I remember. <laughs> there's a there's a bigger memory than there's a very specific memory that I'll get to, but the bigger memory is just our entire Rogue One show. Oh yeah, that just was insanity. Like we we got started really late. We we saw the movie late again for like the last time. We were leaving town. I was leaving town the next day. I was getting on a flight like early in the morning, and we sat down at like eleven or twelve, I think, at night. And like, okay, we're gonna do this. And like, this was after doing our Force Awakens podcast. We knew was like four hours long, and we're like, okay, we're just gonna do this. We were out of our minds. Oh yeah. Let's just put it that way. Oh yeah. And uh, that was really fun, but also tiring. And, uh, yeah, I think there was a few people. I'm surprised we didn't just wake up, like all of us just just wake up. And like, oh, didn't realize that all of us were asleep. <laughs> and we just be recording we silence just felt, for a we, while. we were just all doing snoring sounds on the program. Yeah, like I think two hours of snoring. We kind of rotated part of the discussion during that. I think because there was a time when Donut was kind of falling asleep. There was a time you were kind of falling asleep. There was a time I was nodding off, and we just kind of like spoke in shifts so that we could get like five minute power naps. Basically, <laughs> guys are crazy. Uh-huh. It was intense, man, but it was so fun. Oh, it was so much fun because does sound uh, fun. Joey was Joe. Joey woke up listening to it. Um, on Saturday morning on the East Coast because we were going till like 3 in the morning or something on the West Coast, which was 6 a.m. on the East Coast. So he's getting up and getting ready to start his day, and he's like, hey, I'm listening to the IPC and the SW while I'm getting ready to da-da-da-da-da. It's better than listening to morning talk radio. I was like, oh, my (laughs) gosh. I am the radio host that's talking to you while you're on your commute. Oh, my gosh. Like... (laughs) It was it was very surreal, but it was also so much fun because that whole weekend was just a whirlwind. We saw a lot of sights. We went to Universal Studios. We uh, saw the movie at the Chinese Theater. We stayed up late in Chris's garage talking for God knows how many hours. And it was just like this huge bonding moment, if you will, because like, I think that was when we really formed like that movie brotherhood that was like, hey – we're going to leg this out no matter what cuz we're having a damn good time and uh, yep. i think that's i think <laughs> so that's good. one of the things that i'm really looking forward to about about this december is we're trying to kind of rekindle that uh i didn't get to make it for uh-huh. the solo discussion because of finances and and uh school obligations 
but uh, this year I'm making the savings and I'm making the time and hopefully it'll be a uh, a really a really good time. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. I would love I would love to be able to make it. I think I can possibly like this this is the the trip that seems like it's the most possible out of any of the ones that have happened before so yeah it's it's gonna be fun um for me um i think one of my one of my favorite memories was actually in mississippi the year before that because we all we all went to different places to go see the movie like we had to go to louisiana to go see it in 3d didn't we uh-huh cuz um I am a theater poor where I live. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> it's getting better from what I understand. You're kind of growing and developing in that part of town. Um but um during that road trip, Chris got pulled over. Yes. <laughs> and it was really hard to explain the California license plates and the no, it was the California driver's license the New Hampshire plates in Louisiana cuz he had he had just moved to California yep so he was kind of in between and now and then he drove down to where i live yep so and then i remember he you know the the cop asked him to step out of the car i hope kill us. chris doesn't kill us for telling the story um but like he, he, you know, the cop just had a wasn't anything serious, but he, you know, asked him to step out and talk to him for a few minutes. And we're in the car going like, "Oh, I see what's happening here." Like, "Oh, I know why." Like, and we realize why this looks so weird. It took it took a little while to figure that part out, but geez, it was Chris, it was really it was really freaky because I'm I'm sitting in the back seat going, "I'm gonna have to bail this guy out." Chris has had bad luck with cars. Trust me. I when I was living in California for eight months, we took a little road trip from L.A. up to San Francisco, and we actually saw George on the way up there, George uh, Rivera, um, and we ran out of gas in the middle of the desert, and it was it was quite an adventure. It was fun. I wouldn't trade it for anything, but it was it was funny because his gas tank. It looked like there was about a quarter left. And that's when we sputtered out. And he goes, oh, yeah, sometimes it says it has a quarter tank left, but it's actually empty. <laughs> so we had fun oh, finding uh, getting rescued. Oh, my gosh. See, there's a that service is. in the Dallas area for people who do, do things like that. It's basically a truck with a, a portable gas tank in the bed and they'll come over out to your parking lot or wherever it is that your car's at and we'll put like two or three gallons into your into your vehicle for you to get you to the next gas station but they charge you like a ridiculous amount like way more than what the going rate is because it's like a convenience fee to bring the gasoline to you <laughs> it's crazy you wow it's crazy Um, Another memory that I've got um, pertains to our Jurassic Arc, of course. (laughs) The the Jurassic Arc is just one that has become such a classic among IPC, and especially among the hosts, but also among some of the listeners who have been with us for a long time. Because I had this mentality for quite a while that no matter what, the show must go on. 
I wanted to provide like stability to a new program so that you know there would be some consistency there, continue to build a following, that kind of thing. And um, and one week, Ben couldn't make it, and I really didn't have the thought to bring on a guest host. And this is the only time it's ever happened, and the only time it'll ever happen. But there is one episode in our archives, way, 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 way back there, where I actually did an episode all by myself. Oh, man. Yep. And I was basically just reading excerpts from the original Michael Crichton novels, Jurassic Park and The Lost World. Reading excerpts and doing comparisons and contrasts to how they're similar and different from the movies. And I did that all by myself for about two hours one night. And it was brutal. I used up like two bottles of water or something like that. It was crazy. And then I think it was the following week, I was out of town with my family. Or maybe it was the week before that. I can't remember which one. It was one of those two. It was kind of in that general time span. And I was visiting Glen Rose, Texas, which is the dinosaur capital of Texas, for those of you who don't know. The dinosaur capital of Texas. It exists because there's a, a river down there in Glen Rose where you can find actual dinosaur footprints and fossils and stuff. Wow. It's really cool. It's really cool. And you can, like, go camping on the riverbed and stuff, and, like, one of the first things you do is wake up and go down to the river and look at the footprints and stuff. It's really cool. Um, And we stayed at the Dinosaur Valley Inn or something like that. It was, like, an offshoot of Best Western, I think. It had a very similar feel. And... um. It's all dinosaur-themed, everything. The lobby has, like, dinosaur wallpaper. There's, like, pictures of different species of dinosaur along the hallways. I think there was, like, a T-Rex pattern in the the hallway carpet or something like that. Like, it was very dinosaur-themed. And we were trying to host the show, and I couldn't find a good place to do it in our hotel room. So I went down and asked the um, the clerk... You know, is there any way I can do the show in, like, a conference room or something? And he's like, well, we don't have a conference room, but what I can do is you can use one of the hotel computers down here in the lobby, and I'll put up wet floor signs in the rest of the lobby to keep people from walking past you and interrupting you during the show. Nice. And that that was just one of the coolest things ever because he didn't know me. He didn't know my show. He didn't yeah. know what I was doing. Honestly, at the time, I really didn't know what I was doing. But to have someone offer something like that, to offer their hotel lobby for you to host your podcast from, that's just one of the things that sticks with you because it's like a community feeling. And it would have been so perfect because it was in a dinosaur-themed hotel in the dinosaur capital of Texas talking about Jurassic Park. Like, it would have been so perfect. Uh, Unfortunately, we ended up doing, like, a rerun discussing uh, of our discussions of the first two movies instead because Ben just kind of ran out of time. I ran out of time. But to know that that was an option was a really cool feeling. Uh, Of course, any of our in-person get-togethers are super, super fun. I love getting to hang out with you guys in person. Um, But I think those... And the successful introduction of the top five have been some of my favorite memories here on the show because the top five really, really struck with force a lot more than I thought it would. And it's proven to be a really, really popular thing, and I love getting to do it with you guys. It's been great. Yeah, yeah that I think, yeah, it's just been so great, so awesome. With all of that, though, I think it's worth it to remind you guys 
of how far we have come because the type of show that you've been listening to tonight is not always the type of show that we've done. <laughs> That's the truth. Not by a long shot. We, we have come quite a ways in the last five years. And uh, as a special surprise for you guys, we, we mentioned in the promo that we're going to have surprises for you. One of the surprises is we went all the way back into our archives, all the way back to the very first episode ever of IPC. And we've got a snippet of about what? What is it? Six minutes? Yeah, about six minutes. It's about six minutes of footage from our very first episode that we're going to let you guys listen to. It seems kind of self-promoting to to like quote ourselves, but it's our 250th, and we've been on the show for five years, on the air for five years. I think it's worth it just this one time to do a little bit of a flashback Friday. So, ladies and gents, without further ado, let's flash all the way back to episode one of the IPC podcast as we present to you tonight's quote of the night. And really quick, I know you just introed it perfectly there, but I feel like this deserves an explanation for everyone because it doesn't make any sense if you don't know what's happening here. What you're going to hear when you listen to this, you're not going to hear our intro. You're going to hear a piece of Star Wars music first off, and it's going to be, I believe, from The Empire Strikes Back, and this is back when... We had music playing 24-7, and we do occasionally do that. We had Star Wars music playing at that time when we started, and what happened was, for some reason, the music kept going as we were recording our very first episode. (laughs) Oh, wow. The music did not stop. So keep that in mind as you listen to this, because it's going to make a lot of sense. It does eventually go away, but yeah... (laughs) Just just take a listen to this. There's a lot of clusters that happen on this show, apparently. Ones that I have forgotten after five years. <laughs> so yeah, this is the quarter of the night, guys. Enjoy. It is 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and it is 10 p.m. in my time, which is Central Standard Time in the United States. And you are listening to the inaugural episode of the Intergalactic Peace Coalition podcast. I'm Zach Arnold, and this is my friend Ben Hart co-hosting with me. Hey, Ben. How's it going? How's it going? I've been looking forward to this for a long time, and finally, we got this going, and oh, I am so excited. 
Me too, me too. This is something that we have had in the works for a few months now. And been talking about collaborating, what's a good time, what's a good place. And we've kind of got the, the wrinkles out, but we've, we've still got a couple of things to work out, I would think. But all new podcasts do, wouldn't you say? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's it's yeah. It's 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 a process, especially when you're doing all this stuff. And all. thankfully, we have some good friends giving us some information and tips. And I've had a little experience, but it is a it is a very much a different experience doing this podcasting thing. It's it's a lot of fun, but it's it's work too. It is. It's it's a lot of behind the scenes stuff, and that's what we've been trying to post. If you haven't been following us on Intergalactic Peace Coalition, which is uh, where we got our podcast from, everybody then I would really, really strongly recommend finding it because we'll post some behind-the-scenes pictures and some of the, the work and yeah. development that happens behind it because, for now, we are not a live podcast. This is a recording that you are hearing of us, but we hope to go live really, really soon, and we yep. have a lot of other really cool ideas that we want to do with the cast, but we can only do it with your support. So if you really enjoy what you hear tonight, please tell your friends, tell us um, some feedback on what you thought of the cast and what you would like to see happen because this is all fan-based. There were several different pages that all kind of came together to work on this, and a few of them were run by Ben and myself, some of them some other friends of ours who have, like Ben said, been giving us advice on how to get a podcast started, and it's just been a, a, a kind of a consummation. Tonight is the consummation, the the inaugural, the, the start, the first episode. I mean, there are so many different ways you yeah. can describe it, but one word that I think fits it best is awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, and it's gonna get even better. As thing, this is just the tip of the iceberg, folks. We're gonna, we're gonna. This is going to get so exciting over the next few. Hours. This is going to be a great show, and I hope you stick around and experience it with us. It is gonna be an experience. It's gonna be quite an experience. Um, just, just to give you guys a little bit of background on on some of the credibility we have behind us here. <laughs> Um, just don't sit around listening to, to this podcast thinking, oh, well, why should I be listening to these guys? What kind of experience do they have? Um, I, I, very, I have very little uh, actual podcast and radio experience. This is one of my first times. But Ben has been a co-host on the Star Wars Underworld podcast for a few years now. Would you care to elaborate, tell some stories about stuff that's going on on those podcasts, Ben? Yeah, that has been an adventure, and it's and it's and it's launched me into being you know into this whole geek universe i guess you could say um just i started a facebook page on you know april of 2010 and some really great people came along and said hey let's start a website and let's start a podcast and it's been, it's been a whirlwind and it's been absolutely fantastic and um yeah we've been going strong for a couple three years now i think for the podcast and we've been doing it live on thursday nights 9 p.m right here on channel 1138 and um yeah that's been it's been fantastic and just um but we just talked star wars on that podcast of course star wars underworld now this podcast there's really no limits there's really no limits here we we can talk just about anything just star treks you know doctor who everything and that's what I really look forward to, is that just breaking this stuff all down and, and extending our comfort zone. Because I haven't seen everything. Because I want you guys to tell me what I need to watch now. Because I'm not just, I'm not just into Star Wars. I like other things. Absolutely. That, that's one of the coolest things that I like about this podcast is we, we do not diss Star Wars. I mean, the Star Wars Underworld has over 50,000 fans on it. We are not opposed to Star Wars. We are not in favor of Star Trek or any other fandom for that matter. We are in favor of peace, which is why we use the Intergalactic Peace Coalition. We want to try and establish 
a, a peace and understanding between the different fandoms that there is not exactly one that is better than the other, but rather great things to experience from all of them. And we exactly. hope to share some of those things here on the IPC podcast. So the Star Wars Underworld, over 50,000 fans, uh, three years of a podcast. It's got its own website. Uh, and it was it was probably a, a big contributor to, to getting things started because I doubt that Channel Eleven Thirty Eight would have started without the Star Wars Underworld. Do you think, Ben? No, no. Uh, Chris Siegel, our good friend, who's producer, you know, and you know, and the the whole showrunner of Channel One One Three Eight, um, it's is completely his idea, his his brainstorm, and and it came off of doing our podcast and just doing that that, and he's always just coming up with new ideas, and he came up with this said hey wouldn't it be awesome to have an entire star wars radio channel like oh yeah that would be really awesome and it took him about a year and now we're 24 7 music radio dramas talk shows you name it 24 7 days a week and it's fantastic and hopefully we'll we'll, we'll fill in the gaps here and there over the next who knows how long so that's a thing <laughs> wow that was magical. The foreshadowing in there was spectacular. Because you're like, I haven't seen everything. And guess what? Five years later, you still haven't seen everything. No, nope. <laughs> I've been working on it. I've been working on it. I mean, give me credit. I've seen a few things. Oh, but uh, still got work to do. But well, you know what? I'm going to – I have a hot take on this really quick. I'm going to say that that was not terrible for two people – podcasting for the very first time i don't think that was terrible at all no. i've heard worse i know my inaugural episode on the star wars underworld podcast which was my first ever podcast was probably awful <laughs> probably i'm not going to listen to it that was enough right there that what i listened to what i had to endure for you guys to hear this all right that was torture enough <laughs> um but I don't think that was terrible, honestly. I don't no. think. I think we did a pretty good job with that. If, if it wasn't for the music kind of ruining it in the in the beginning, um, I don't know how that happened. But uh, channel that was it was not my fault. No, well, nobody's fault. It was just really unfortunate that that happened when we're trying to launch a brand new program. I think it just adds more character to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, sure. I character. The glaring. The the glaring problem was the the music over the the talking, which you know it's a technical difficulty when you're using Mixler that happens sometimes, and that you know it was your first time podcasting. I still think it was great. It was fun to listen to you guys talk for the first time on this show, and you know I know Ben had had uh, experience podcasting beforehand, but you know especially Zach. I can tell how much you've you've like gained confidence over the past several years of podcasting. Um, just you know, I, it's hard to put my finger on it, but you can hear it in your voice. Like you're a little bit more timid sounding, you know, at the beginning, and now it's just like you're a whole different person. Well, I, I appreciate that. I would I would hope that a couple of years of experience under my belt has helped prepare me for uh, for the broadcasting world. Because for those of you who don't know, I'm starting a football broadcast for a local high school team this fall. It's going to start in a couple of weeks. And you kind of have to be a little outgoing and rambunctious to kind of get people engaged in the football games. So uh, hopefully these yeah. past few years of podcasting has gotten me ready for something like that. But uh, could not do it without 
your help, Ben. And actually, it's been a it's been a group effort, but Ben largely just being with me through it week in and week out. Um, dude, I I do not have the words to say how much I appreciate your patience in putting up with my learning process, and then just uh, being open and, and communicative with me over the last few years as we go through this trying to figure out what we're going to do next. Dude, it's been an absolute pleasure. And this show, you know, you, let's not forget, you were the one who came to me and said, hey, I got this idea. You want to do this? And, you know, yeah, I said yes. So that was part of it. It was a team effort. But you had this idea. And you deserve all the credit in the world for that. And, you know, and just making this work. And boy, have we tried to make this work. And it's been trying Ugh. at times. I won't, I will not lie to you. It has been trying no, sometimes. It is not, and it's not because, oh, me and Zach don't get along. No, that's not it at all. It's just the fact we get along great. But it's the fact that, I mean, what you hear on the podcast is genuine. Like, oh, it we're is. not BSing you there. It is. Like, this is. Great, you know, some of my best friendships now are people that I podcast with. So, you know, and that includes Zach, and that includes Jake, and that includes a bunch of other people. But um, it is, you know, scheduling and all this kind of stuff. And right now I'm looking at my watch going, I'm going to have to go in a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's podcasting. Yep. But we've made it work for so many years now, and it's been so much fun. And, you know, starting out there, you know, it was... It was in, it was daunting, and this was you know my second podcast at that point, um, and you know I had very little experience, and I, I that's what shocks me the most about that clip is just how how different we sound, not just the tone of our voices, but how we talk and how we you know pronounce ourselves. I think as again honestly, I think we did pretty good. I think for people that have very limited if no experience podcasting. I think we were able to carry on a pretty good conversation. This stuff is not easy, guys. If you're if you're someone who has never done this before, if you've done it for 250 episodes, it gets kind of formulaic. You can kind of do it all right, like we're doing now. But if it's your first time, it can be daunting. Yeah. And it was. And you know, it it doesn't. It's not easy as to get into the groove of you know talking about talking to someone in front of hundreds, if not thousands, of people. But We've done it, and we did it back then, and we're still doing it. 250 episodes later, holy crap. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. And like you said, some of my best friendships that I've formed have been on the internet. There are people that I keep in touch with, that I hear a lot about their lives, that we share life once or twice a week when we're doing podcasting stuff. And uh, you two guys are definitely two of my best internet friends. But one of the special surprises that we've got on tap for you guys tonight is to help us close out the evening is a very good friend of ours. Uh, and you were mentioning how IPC was your second podcast. I actually started my second podcast with this gentleman I'm about to bring in. And I can safely say it has uh, been an absolute pleasure to do podcasting with him. It's been an absolute pleasure to do life with him. Uh, I look forward to actually uh, meeting him in person one day, sharing a beer or something like that. And uh, just getting to continue to share life because uh, it's been a heck of a ride. And uh, I'm looking forward to continuing that adventure. Ladies and gentlemen, he has been the host of several different podcasts, including the Fandom Fraternity, including Call the Banners, including Star Wars Wastelands. And he's actually here to talk to us about a new program he's launching as well. Please help me welcome Mr. Sean Giroux. Hey, boys. How's it going? Thanks for having me. 
Great to have you, man. Dude, so, hey. thank you for taking the time to celebrate 250 with us. We appreciate it. I wasn't around when you guys started, and uh, so that's the first clip I've heard of your inaugural episode. <laughs> and uh, so we've the, come a long the, way, haven't the we? The shocking thing to me is, um, and maybe Jake didn't put uh, since he's not one of you two, uh, it's a lot different. But to me, anyways, Ben sounds the exact same. <laughs> Uh, really? And I'm yeah. assuming that's like half a decade ago, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I think Ben sounds yeah. pretty much the same. Zach made the point that he sounds more Southern back then. I totally agree. Yeah, absolutely. Perfectly <laughs> nailed it. My uh, name's Zach Arnold. I'm so happy that you chose to spend your Saturday night with us. That that was a treat to hear. Uh, and if I could offer the listeners any advice... Uh, you probably don't want to be starting podcast after podcast after podcast. These guys here have the right idea uh, with what they do. 250 episodes, half a decade. Uh, I remember the first time I listened, uh, Thomas Patrick Bradshaw turned me on to you guys. And uh, it's been a pleasure to listen and uh, participate with you guys all these years. Well, yes. dude, it's, it's been it's been really fun because it's, it's definitely got a very village format to it. You know, um, People like you, people like our station manager, Chris. I mean, Jake being brought on as a as a co-host now. Thomas Bradshaw, we've had him on the show a few times, and we've done, you know, other shows with him as well. Uh, does a lot of a lot of work online for for social media outreach and stuff. And uh, that that's one of the other beautiful things is everybody's got strengths that they play to in this podcasting game. And um, everybody figures out you know, what it is that they're best at. Ben has has come to help me realize that editing isn't exactly my strong point. And so he's, you know, volunteered to take point on editing. And then I do a lot of social media engagement. When people send us messages online, I'm usually one of the first ones to respond um, just to, to make it feel like it's got a personal touch to it, that kind of thing. Everybody has a role to play and everybody plays those roles so well. And I'm just super thankful for guys like you and Jake who have, stuck with us for as long as you have and uh, are willing to, you know, be a part of whatever adventures lie in next. And uh, from what I understand, you've got uh, an adventure of your own on the horizon. Well, truth be told, uh, look, I, I'm not the easiest fella on the planet to get along with. Uh, I'm stubborn. I think people can uh, acknowledge that. It, it, look, when you get into podcasting, and you share a different opinion about a, a subject, fandom, characters, movies, whatever, you're bound to ruffle some feathers. And uh, some people ruffle more feathers than others. And uh, I, I've probably been one of those people. Uh, earlier this year, Zach and I, uh, and a couple others, uh, did Call the Banners, which was a 17-week marathon of a Game of Thrones podcast that I had a blast with. Dude, wow. that was epic. Uh, I, I never planned a podcast to just like, okay, the, the life of it is 17 weeks. We're starting here and ending here. Uh, but it was fun. It made watching the last season more fun, uh, despite the uh, the 50-50 reception of the last season. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I Truthfully, I got to a point, though, where I wanted to... I was pretty sure I was done. Uh, I lost my... Call the Banners was fun, but I, I lost a lot of my enjoyment out of it. And uh, sometimes you just get burnt out. And I started listening. Truth be told, this is not a shot at them either. I listened to the SWU for a few weeks. First time I'd listened to full episodes in probably a couple of years. Uh, I listened to some guys over on Collider, and I listened to you guys. And 
Uh, it took a couple months. I've had so many different life changes happen uh, this year that I did not expect. Um, and just had to get my priorities straight. And I realized uh, I still wanted to do something, but I didn't want to do it on a serious manner. So that's where uh, Phantom City comes in, where uh, essentially you've got uh, the core four, which will be myself, McMahon, Hollywood Rebel, and Thomas uh, each week, whenever our schedules allow us to, to get on there and shoot the bleep. That's right. I remember this is not a rated R podcast. Uh, <laughs> caught myself for once. Uh and just have a good time and talk about what's going on in whether it's Star Wars or the MCU, uh, DC, whatever, and invite guests on and just have a natural free-flowing uh, discussion. And if people listen, great. We encourage it. And if people don't, then I totally understand. But we, we just wanted to get back to something where, you know, we all live so far away, but it's like, okay, Zach's inviting us over and four or five or six of us are going to sit down and, talk about Darth Bane in episode nine. That's not a thing. I'm just giving an example. <laughs> oh, I'm going to write an article about it right now. Uh, I just oh, wanted to do early. something fun, creative. Uh, a lot a lot along the lines of what you guys do here. Uh, I find that your guys' uh, show is one of the most easygoing, uh, relaxing shows to listen to. You, do, It's not hard to follow. Your guys' chemistry is uh, near flawless and... Uh, we're looking forward to doing that uh, every Wednesday night at uh, 10 p.m. Eastern. That's awesome, dude. Well, well we, I uh, can say uh, that if you ever need a guest, uh, I'd be happy to come on. We're going to do a lot of Star Wars stuff, obviously, since, you know, I hear Star Wars is going to have a busy last third of the year, apparently. So that's, that's, <laughs> that's the general that's the general consensus. And uh, I'm always open to discuss the Star Wars with anybody just about any time I've got the time available. So uh, my hand is also raised. Well, right? we, we've had some fantastic discussions with you, Ben. So, uh, oh, yeah. Zach and oh, Jake, yeah. too, so for sure. I... I mean, who will ever forget Jake and Mondo's but I'm the KFC best. Obviously, obviously, I'm the best. I mean, <laughs> I, <it> <laughs> Forget. I mean, let's just, I mean, you know, let's just be honest here. I mean, uh, you in the cave, man, you and the cave, the last forever. Uh, really quickly though. I know you guys got to go. Uh, we're going to cover star Wars, Marvel, DC, the final season of supernatural, uh, the walking dead movies, TVs, video games, whatever is relevant. And we're going to do, uh, all I'll say is we're going to do a lot of things in sevens. And, uh, if you tune in, you'll, you'll get what that means. And, I'd uh, be happy to have all you guys at uh, at some point. Heck yeah. Well, that, that's, that's interesting that you mentioned the sevens because those sevens, because I feel like may have been based on the fives that we have been doing here on uh, on IPC for, for quite some time now. Uh, you could correct me if I'm wrong on that, but uh, we no, wish you're... you the best on those, on, on those sevens and all the other adventures that you're going on as well, of course. Uh, you're completely uh, right. We just didn't want to... Uh do fives you guys do fives so that that's that's entirely we, uh, fair i'm look i'm looking forward to, to sharing those fives with you and i'm looking forward to uh anything else that you uh that you might be willing to have me on i know that you've got an early start tomorrow so uh thank you for jumping on and celebrating 250 with us and best of luck with fandom city when it uh as as it gets up and running uh thanks a bunch man that is sean Giroux from fandom city star wars wastelands and so many other things just hopping on to celebrate with us for a little bit there. You can check out Fandom City on Facebook. Just type that in and you'll be able to find it pretty easily. Blue and orange color schemes. Can't go wrong with that. But as I mentioned, those uh, those sevens that he's been talking about are based on our fives. And that is our last trivia question of the night before we run. 
Um, if you want to, you can send us the answer on social media at IPC Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you feel like you can answer it. The last question that is worth a T-shirt, an IPC swag shirt that I will buy for you and ship to you myself, is a question about me. What are Zach's top five movies he will never say no to? There's not a top five favorite movies. It's the top five movies that I will never say no to. It was the very first top five that we've ever done. And I am like 90% sure I know what that list is. I may have to go back and listen to it again, but I know what that list is now. So the top five movies I will never say no to. If you can get those five right, I will send you a IPC shirt myself. Top five movies that I will never say no to. Now we've had a Sharknado, lot of Sharknado, Sharknado two, Sharknado three, Sharknado four, and Sharknado five. You for... he just nailed it, dude. You, you forgot zombies. <laughs> <laughs> there's our weekly zombies reference, folks. Um, but there's a lot of gimmicks that we've done on the show, including top fives and just other things that have popped up throughout the times. And uh, we asked our patrons and our, our peacekeeper members what some of their favorite memories were, and I'm going to read them off real quick before we call it a night. Our friend Joey. Uh, said that he loves the science segment that we've started doing. He just sent us a gift that said, it's science. I think he's specifically referring to you saying, science, beep! Yeah, maybe so. (laughs) That was a good, hilarious one for him. Maybe so. And he also said, recap all the great movies and TV shows Benjamin has or hasn't watched or seen before. On second thought, that may take too long. Okay, we're going to do that. We're going to do it in another episode. Yes. And we're going to bring that back, and we're going to do maybe, it. Maybe on an extension episode or something where we just go off on all the stuff that uh-huh. you have seen haven't seen. It's like, okay, have you seen this? Yes. Have you seen this? No. Come on, Ben. <laughs> um, <laughs> our friend Steven, it was cool whenever Jake talked on all 250 episodes he co-hosted. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Uh, he says, seriously, though, I typed out a few of my favorite thoughts. Number five. Schindler's List becoming a thing. Yes, that's one of my favorite things about top fives. Number four, Ben saying, Helk yes. <laughs> Helk yes! Uh, number three, Zach's reaction to how Arthur's missing pow looks, sounding disgusted by the animation and describing it to Dom as a monstrosity. <laughs> I, I vaguely remember that. <laughs> vaguely. Number two, Jake being pressured into changing his rating of The Lion King to 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> and number one, Ben losing it during one of the lists after being driven nuts by people fudging the rules. I remember that tangent. <laughs> that was amazing. I, one of my finest I moments. I vividly remember that tangent. And one of my favorite episodes is the top five TV intro themes one I suggested. People really got into that one. That was a fan- amazing episode. That was a fantastic episode. And Endgame Pod. He said, Endgame episode with two panels was awesome. I knew I was forgetting something. Heck yeah. That, uh, and he one. was on that one. That took, yeah, he was. But honestly, that took a lot out of me too. <laughs> that was uh, that was a tough one. It really was. It was fun though. Our our friend and patron Dan Grievous said my favorite episode involved the top five of the Clone Wars arcs for obvious reasons, but I also really enjoyed the intensity of top five favorite games episode. I can also not forget how Zach started to discuss the intelligence of a Sarlacc. <laughs> I I fought hard for that that creature's sentience, dude. Not gonna lie. 
Um, nice. But those, those are just some memories from our, our patrons and longstanding listeners. Uh, we've got some really awesome people that contribute to the show, like Jake, like Joey, Rachel Perry, like Dan Grievous, Parker Ott. Those guys help keep us afloat. They, they help keep us doing what we're doing. And if you want to keep us going for another 250 episodes, then make sure to go and become a patron at ipcpodcast.podbean.com. You can also find previous episodes on StarWarsUnderworld.com, on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, on Google Play, and on our hosting site, ipcpodcast.podbean.com. Remember to go find us on social media at IPC Podcast. That's where you can answer the last question that I sent to you guys. Name Zach's top five movies he will never say no to. The first person to get that correctly will get a t-shirt that I send to them personally. An IPC swag shirt that I send to them personally out of my own pocket. So be sure to go find us on social media there. Guys, where can the folks at home find you on social media? Ben? Uh, they can find me at Ben Hart with no E at Just As It Sounds on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and on StarWarsUnderworld.com where I literally post everything I ever do. Sounds like a really great time. Jake, what about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jake Damon, and you can find me on Instagram in two places. One is at Jake W. Damon, which is my personal account. Or at Nomad Letters, which is my uh, art and graphic design and hand lettering account. Also, my brother and I, my brother Andrew and I, uh, run a podcast that we are going to post episode three of pretty soon called Ben 10 Again, where we revisit every episode of one of our childhood favorite shows, Ben 10. That's so cool. Guys, I'm on our hosting site, ipcpodcast.podbean.com. It's got uh, searching episodes by franchise. Just listen to some of the stuff that we've talked about over the last 250 episodes. Uh, Back to the Future, Blade Runner, Disney, Doctor Who, Frasier, Game of Thrones, Godzilla, Halloween, James Bond, Indiana Jones, Jurassic Park, Lego, Lord of the Rings, Mad Max, Marvel, Men in Black, Mission Impossible, PBS, Pirates of the Caribbean, Star Trek, Star Wars, Stranger Things, The 100, Chronicles of Narnia, Fast and the Furious, The Office, Twilight Zone, Walking Dead, Transformers, and Westworld. Those are just some of the different categories you can search for among all of our 250 previous episodes. And you can be sure to be on the lookout for even more than that. But I do believe that this celebration is officially going to have to come to a close. Guys, I'm winded, but I'm also really excited for what we've got coming up next Thank you for being a part of this stuff. I'm really looking forward to what we've got next. Absolutely. It's been a ride, guys, and I can't wait for 250 more. Heck yeah. Ah, it's only a matter of time. But it is time to put this show and ourselves to bed. Episode 250 of the Intergalactic Peace Coalition podcast is now officially in the books. That's going to do it for Season 1 of the IPC podcast. We'll see you next week for Season 2, Episode 1. For Ben Hart and Jake Damon, I'm Zach Arnold. Thank you for tuning in. We hope that you'll tune in next week. But until then, we just want to leave you with this final thought. He who faces himself, finds himself. And we hope to find you next week for Season 2 of the IPC Podcast. Until then, good night, everyone.
that is all the time that I'm afraid we have for tonight. That'll do it from us here at the Intergalactic Peace Coalition podcast. Be sure to check out Channel 1138, and be sure to check us out on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash Intergalactic Peace Coalition. Good night, everybody.